All right, we're living in a post-NFL world right now, but we're back. That's when we thrive in the post-NFL world. It's four sheets to the wind. We got Connor Thomas out in uh, Austin, Texas, per usual. Hey, how we doing, fellas? Let's fucking go. And then we got back on the pod for the first time since our hiatus ended a couple weeks ago. None other than Alex Wicked. How you doing, Alex? Doing good, boys. Doing good. Just when you think you're out, they pull you back in. Let's go. <laughs> All right. And with that, was, was that a little Boston accent right there? No, but maybe maybe I'm just picking it up. <laughs> yeah. that, there's some sort of twinge going on. I'm becoming a asshole right before, right before your eyes. It <laughs> sounds like you're like about to slip into your Mark Wahlberg impersonation. <laughs> I'm fucking chief of the Massachusetts State Police. Who the fuck are you guys? <laughs> All right. So speaking of Boston, uh, we're coming off of a New England Patriots Super Bowl victory in what was one of the shittier Super Bowls in a long time. Um, any big takeaways from that game other than Bill Belichick is the GOAT? Maga Tommy is the GOAT. Tom Brady wasn't even that good. <laughs> yeah, Brady was disappointing. I think for me it was just the fact that the the gap between my high expectations and the actual like how good the game was. I cannot remember Super Bowl being that big of a gap. Yeah, I mean we all had like the what was our all of our scores were like thirty one, thirty five, thirty one, twenty eight, that kind of shit. What was the over under like fifty seven something like that? Fifty six and a half. I think fifty six and a half. Yeah. That sounds yeah. I think high fifties sounds right. But yeah, but, and I mean, the Rams had three points. So total. <laughs> just the, I think just the fact that the the previous like Sunday Sunday was so amazing, and then that was such a letdown. I like, mean, the expectations were just so high. Imagine paying for tickets to the Super Bowl and then going to a thirteen three snooze fest. Hell I, low. I, I actually think if you were at the game, it was probably a lot more intense. Just. The Rams still had a chance to win that game. Is the crazy yeah. thing? Yeah, yeah, it was close. That for me, the it was fourth like, quarter was a little more exciting. When you have like uh, the Broncos Seahawks game, where the Seahawks just absolutely housed them, like for me, that's almost better though because you can like just stop focusing on the game. You know, it's like all right, this has already been decided. But in this Rams Patriots one, it wasn't decided until the very, very, very end, and so you had to be completely focused on it still. But it was just. Fucking shit football. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> definitely not expecting that, but um, I was kind of anxious the whole game. I, I was just waiting for one big play, and Goff almost had it. Uh, yeah. Brandon Cook's wide open in the end zone, and I guess he must have just saw him late and then kind of overthrew it. But what a play from McCordy. That was a great play. That was, that awesome. was really good. Um, didn't, didn't show up in a Browns uniform. Um, he was a former um, Brown. Yeah, an Owen sixteen Brownie. Oh, well, I didn't even know that. Yeah, from from Owen sixteen to Super Bowl champ. Huh. Yeah, I think I was very disappointed in Sean McVay. I thought yeah, the Rams. Spanked. Yeah, the Rams didn't make like any adjustments at all. If Warren Sharp had a really long thread that was basically like Sean McVay really sucked ass, and Damn. like here's all this long list of like things. That they could have done that were not even that crazy of things. Mm-hmm. Basically just like 
the Patriots were like terrible against this one formation and the Rams were good at it. And the Rams ran like three plays out of that formation the entire time, like stuff like that stuff that like they could have at least tried it, you know? Yeah. Things like they didn't run play action as much as normal and their play action was by far like their most successful plays in the entire game. Uh, Yeah. But the whole whole Todd Gurley things was weird. We we got to definitely unpack that. Yeah, I was about to bring that up, but I think uh, I guess part of that, part of the play, maybe they didn't go to play action as much because, I mean, I don't think the Patriots, I don't, I don't think the Patriots were expecting Todd Gurley to do much in this game, honestly. So I don't think there was much of a play action threat to begin with. But but the thing is, like, there were the they ran play action like enough where it wasn't a small sample size and it was effective. It was by far more effective than their non-play action plays. Mm -hmm. So it was working in the game. They just didn't do it that much. And I mean, maybe if you like extrapolate it out to more, more plays, then the efficiency would have gone down. Like that's totally possible, but it's weird that they just didn't, they didn't at least try it. Yeah. So what do you guys think about Todd Gurley? You think he, I think it's a little bit both. He was kind of hurt, and also I, I was reading that the whole C.J. Anderson thing kind of kind of shook him a little bit. Mm. Really, I just don't understand yeah, it. Like, like, like he's like, "Oh, now you're gonna get carries to see. Like we're gonna split carries essentially." And I don't think he was very pumped about that. I don't <laughs> understand why if he's if he was injured though. Like why why wouldn't you just come out and say that now and like? Well, make they can't because almost. they didn't. They didn't list him on the injury report, so they could be penalized. I think you might uh, even be able to like lose draft picks and shit for not reporting it accurately. Yeah, but interesting. Why, I mean, okay, I think it's the next sense then. I mean, I you can't just you can't basically just be like, hey, yeah, we uh, we actually were lying in all of our in our pre-game injury reports. Didn't, so, didn't that kind of happen with LeBron? That was it last season when he well, punched that's it? the NBA. Okay, but with the same logic apply though. Is that the same? I feel like it's a similar situation, so. right? Yeah, but I don't know what the NBA's rules are for injury okay. reporting. Yeah, that's fair. Because I feel like he had to be honestly. I feel like he had to be injured though. There's just no other logical explanation why he yeah. only got he only ran ten times. Like they're not. There's not some internal feud like that between him and McVay. I don't think like in the. Dude, like, I think maybe he disagreed with giving CJ Anderson that many carries. I'm sure he disagreed with it. It could disagree, but it, you think he like said like, "Oh, I'm not going in, coach." Like. I don't think like well. I think there's probably just like if there's some angst amongst the just him and McVeigh, like that's going to be reflected by McVeigh just not putting him in. I I would think. Yeah. I know, know. like you're not happy with this shit. Well, like sit your ass down, type deal. Hmm. I'm boss. I don't. I'm not saying that happened. It was. Yeah, it was really very very bizarre. I mean, he was their best player all year. Oh yeah, he was definitely he was the team MVP for the first. Like, undoubtedly, I think, for the first 11 weeks or so. Yeah, for sure. I mean, didn't, he, didn't he finish with, like, 20-plus touchdowns on the year? Yeah, I think so. You could probably uh, argue, if not, it was maybe, close. You could maybe argue Donald for the year, just, just being so disruptive the entire season. But the first, yeah. like, 11, 12 weeks, I feel like... On was, offense, he was definitely the oh, yeah. MVP on offense. And G- Goff had a damn good year, too. But I yeah. think it, it had to be Goff Goff so, tailed Goff off of it. Goff had a terrible game on... Oh yeah, in the Super Bowl, he was really bad. I heard, um, I heard somebody say this. I don't remember. I think it's on Twitter. Was basically saying that McVeigh kind of like seized the field for Goff. Some people think, and the Patriots just found a way to neutralize that, and that's why Goff well, was so what, ineffective. Yeah, but what, hap- oh, what happened was uh, 
basically like Belichick was giving Dante Hightower two plays every single time. Uh-huh. And so that they could then have two plays depending on what what was going on from the Rams once they came out that then they could just decide like, okay, like this is what we're seeing. We're going to call this one type deal. So mm-hmm. it was like – and there's no communication in the last 15 seconds I think Romo was saying between yeah. the microphones, which I didn't actually know. I didn't know that either. That's super interesting. That's a great so, point by him. And so I think McVeigh typically does – like, they come out early, and then McVeigh will, like, call audibles and shit, depending on what he sees. And so he wasn't able to do that in the last 15 seconds, which is when they'd set their play? Right. Yeah, well, they were, like, trying to backfire and basically not let Belichick do the same thing on defense. Mm-hmm. And it, like, sort of backfired, I guess, on him because the Patriots were, surprise, surprise, prepared for it anyways. <laughs> yeah. If I'm Brady, or I guess if you guys are Brady, would you hang it up or do you keep going like he's obviously choosing to do? Yeah, he's going to – I'd keep running it. I'd keep – I'd run it back Dude, also. they're, they're going to dominate that division for probably another two, three years still. Yeah. Who, who do you think the next team to be good in that division is? The the Dolphins or the Jets or the Bills? I think the Bills. I'd say the Jets. Or, yeah, I'd probably say the Jets with uh, – I'm still pretty high on Darnold long term. Who did they just hire? Are they the – Adam Gase. And Adam Gase, that's right. Oh, okay, yeah, it was uh, the Dolphins were the only one who went, who pivoted and went uh, defense, which honestly yeah, could be the. Flores. I feel like that that hire looks pretty good right now. And but the, the Belichick coaching tree always sucks ass. That's a good point, but just with the fact that like these guys that know Sean McVay, I feel like that doesn't look as good now after his performance in the Super Bowl, like. Eh. Zach Johnson as was it Zach Johnson? Who's the Bengals hire? Zach Tyler, maybe. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor. Oh, oh, that's the, a terrible hire. Twelfth president of the United States, Zachary Taylor. <laughs> Dude, uh, the Cardinals fucking putting in their official announcement that Kingsbury's friends with Sean McVay. Oh, that's just that's fucking was, that's cuck cuck move. Yeah, that that that's embarrassing. Move. Yeah, like he like touched his cloth. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> It's like saying, like, oh, I met this guy once. Like, it's fucking, I don't know. Just yeah, I think just looks weak. The whole enamored look of it is just terrible. I do. Uh, Robert like Mays the, on I'm the. I'm fine with the hire, but. Robert Mays on the ringer always makes this point, though, that it's like you do. Like, that sort of marriage is almost a requirement to have sustained, sustained success in the NFL. Because if you're not an offensive – like, you need a good play caller to be good. Yep. Mm-hmm. And you need good, like, synergy between your offensive play caller and your quarterback. Mm-hmm. And if you have a guy who's really successful but he's not your head coach, he's just going to fucking leave to become a head coach anyways. So then it's like, all right, well, like, if you're you're either having to keep finding more and more of these guys because mm-hmm. they're always going to leave or you just hire one to be the head coach. That's why so, I like the, what the Browns did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's exactly what the Browns did. It's either you let a guy like that leave, or you know, which make is, him your head coach. He yeah, becomes I mean, your head coach case, somewhere else, or becomes yours. Yeah, because one more good year, and he's getting offers from every opening imaginable. Yeah, no, I'm fine with. I don't know. I'm fine with some of them. Like, I think that I think Freddie Kitchens works, but I'm not sold on Kingsbury. Honestly, he's a very middling coach in the Big Twelve. 
Oh yeah, Cliff Kingsbury. Honestly, if Cl- Cliff like Kingsbury wasn't good looking, he would not be hired. <laughs> oh, hot take. I don't even think it's that hot of a take. He got fucking hired from. He got fired from Texas Tech because he wasn't good enough. Why the fuck would he be good enough in the NFL? Yeah, there's only, thir- there's only 32 NFL gigs in the world, and he was a very middling coach in probably the third best conference in America. Yeah, and like yeah, I mean, I, he's I, a, he, he's a big name because of the Ryan Gosling comparison, yeah, and I like that's, part that's of it. he's like a, it's a real sexy hire definition right there. It is a sexy hire, but <laughs> so I'm, not, the same I'm time, not sold on that one. The the uh, Bengals one feels like a bit of a reach. The Packers one, who's who the Packers he, go with? Lafleur. Lafleur, the that, that feels like a reach. guy. Yeah, and feels... people seem pretty high on that. Plus, he's got Aaron Rodgers, so it's probably going to be he's probably going to be successful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I can see Rodgers having a pretty good bounce back year too. He they definitely needed to change it up in Green Bay. So oh, they need to change it up, but. Well, let's see. Are we forgetting anybody else? Dolphins hired Flores. We'll see how that works out. One, the one defensive guy. Um, I think there were eight. How many have we listed so far? Five or six? Yeah. Who the Jets hire? Adam Gase. We already talked about that. Okay, yeah. Uh, I think Gase could be decent. Oh, Arians. Oh, yeah. That's. I think that's a good one. I think Arians yeah, is good. I, I, yeah, he's a good coach. It's interesting. Him and uh, Jameis know each other. From what? I think Jameis used to go to his like camps, and uh, I guess okay. Aaron's is from God, Alabama I think or something. Is or... Such a dumbass. But it James seems like the Bucks dumbass. are committing to him long term. Yeah, which... I think it's part of the reason why uh, Aaron's took the job. I think he can be good. I mean, he's he, too he's... much of a dumbass, man. You can't have your quarterback being a fucking idiot. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I, but I think there's a difference between. Being dumb on and off the field. I mean, I don't. It definitely doesn't look. I good. think he's dumb both. <laughs> like, what evidence do we have that he's smart on or off the field? Yeah, <laughs> I don't disagree with that. I don't. I'm not very high on Jameis, honestly. I think he could still be fairly decent. So I'm not. I'm not giving up on Jameis yet. But I'm shorting Jameis stock hard. Yeah, me too. I'd still. I'd still take Mariota. Over him, but honestly, I'm not sold on him either at this point. Neither one cannot, of them are like that great, but Mariota he's not that good when he's on the field, and he can't fucking stay on the field. So, mm-hmm. um, what's it? Broncos. That's what we missed. Was uh, Vic Fangio? Oh, yeah, Vic Fangio. Oh, another defensive hire. Yeah. Uh, I don't know much about Vic Fangio, but I thought Vance Joseph was, Joseph was a shit coach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got me. What? Uh, but, uh, sorry, tongue twisted, but um. I mean, Case Keenum kind of tongue-tied sloth. <laughs> yeah, Case Keenum was a shit hire, or not, I guess not hire, but dude, John Elway's definitely going to trade up for a quarterback this year, and I think it's going to be you Haskins. Think? What a shitty draft to do that for! Also. Yeah, seriously. I would much in this particular draft. I would much rather draft like a second, Kyler third Murray. round guy. Mm, no, I'd, I mean, I'd rather. I'm saying I'd rather take one of the random second or third round guys that there's are every year. Then trade up for one of these, then Murray or Haskins. I don't know. I don't know I'd agree that. with that. I, no, I, I would. Just think the I, mean, risk, I just think the you, risk reward, you'd be, you're, if you go for one of these guys, like in the, you probably have to draft, draft them in the top 10 if you want a chance at them. I just think the risk reward for both of them is, is the I agree. risk is too Especially high. Especially when there's, there's much better prospects coming down the pipeline, like Tua and. I mean, I guess Lawrence is a few years away. Lawrence yeah. is a few years away, but um, no, you, you've Herbert and, and Tua next year. Yeah, Herbert. 
Well, uh, dude, that Herbert decision to come back is so stupid. Yeah, I love it as a like, uh, an probably, Oregon man, but I don't understand the decision top, at all. What three pick? Yep, I think he would have been rated over Haskins. Oh, for sure. I yeah, think he, he was for been, sure. I think he was pretty unanimous. Dude, he, the top. He guy. also probably would go number one just because I think someone, some team would fall in love with him and. Convince you think themselves. he would have gone yeah. one? Yeah, I could see it. Honestly, some team convinces themselves that that's the guy we need. You know what? what do you mean, think unless, once you just fit, wait, who is the number one? Is it uh, the Cardinals? Arizona. Cardinals. So they're mm. taking Bosa, probably. Could they flip? Um, yeah, I guess. They, I think. Do you think uh, Kingsbury is going to want to stick with Rosen? To trade like Rosen and draft Kyler. Dude, that'd be a hardcore I've, move. That would be hard. I've heard. I've I heard crazier things. Happen. Though I don't see. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't either. think it is I think, either. You take, I think you take Bosa. Yeah, Bosa's good. Dude, the NFL, it's like in a weird spot where if you go up and down every team, they kind of all – there's not a lot of teams that either don't have a guy that they want to rock with going forward or they don't have like a young prospect. Uh, there's got like – Giants come to mind as the, the main Giants, one. The Giants, the I think that's Broncos, where Haskins is going to end and up And the probably. Dolphins I think are like the three. Maybe like the Titans, but even then could you argue that they're set on Mariota? Dude, I think this is mm. going to be one of Mario's last years in Tennessee. It kind of feels like a, just a situation where he needs a change of scenery. Yeah, definitely. Like, it's just, I don't know, it's not going to work in, Dude, in I Tennessee. Like one of these teams is going to trade for, like, Derek Carr. Oh, I, th- I think that's what Denver could do. <laughs> I think I think Carr's pretty shit. I think Carr's shit also. I don't think he's that shitty, honestly. I don't know, dude. I, I, I would not want to pay him that contract. He, he could definitely use a change of scenery. He looks like he's always wearing eyeliner. It weirds me out. It, that is, uh, that is kind of weird. I don't, I don't know, know if he actually does or if he just looks no, like it. He definitely doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> he might. See, I wouldn't hate like the. I also want the Chargers to make some kind of like succession plan for Rivers. I wouldn't hate us if we bought Mariota on the low for like a fifth round pick or some shit. I wouldn't hate a move like that. But is I'd a rather... fifth round pick that on the low? I feel like. Draft picks are very valuable in the NFL. Well, I think a fifth round pick's a fair price. I'd probably mm-hmm. if the Chargers did that right now, I'd be I wouldn't be opposed to that. Does Mariota have one more year on his contract, or uh, do he sign a rookie? Do he sign an extension? I don't remember. I don't know uh, the specifics I don't, on that. I don't that. remember his contract info. Like I feel I'd rather spend a fifth round pick on him than draft like. Daniel Jones or Ryan Finley in the second or third round, which is what you'd have to probably have to do if you want to draft a QB. I mean, but why do you need a QB now? Like, why not just wait another year? I'd like the game in the system, have him be ready to take the reins. I think have, if you have a QB on the bench for two or three years, it's probably a better situation. Well, than you don't need Mario Jones. Jones. I don't see Cardale Jones as a long-term <laughs> option. <laughs> Cardale Jones. I really would like a smooth transition. I mean, transition. why the fuck do you need Marcus Mariota though in like in the in the room for two years? <laughs> He's like a seven-year vet. <laughs> uh, I think for the fine, yeah, okay, I guess so. Well, if, it's a, if we do draft a young QB, I would want him in the room though to learn from Rivers for a few years. Yeah, I get that. You take a flyer though, on like a Rivers is clearly. Clearly into like helping bring people up, as uh, evidenced by his fucking twenty kids. 
pops Daniel Jones as his 21st son that he never had. <laughs> no, so I'd, I'd, I would really like to see us draft somebody. I'm not sure we will. I just heard that we were, we're looking to rework his deal. I mean, honestly, he looked, he looked great this season for the most part. Kind of oh, died yeah, down was, in the playoffs, what, but... The number three MVP, probably? I don't remember what the final standings were, but he had to be out there. Yeah, he was definitely top five. It was probably, I mean... Mahomes, Breeze, I think you could say he was anywhere between three or four or five. Yeah, he's definitely so, top five. I bet he was third. I don't know that for a fact, though. Um, so speaking of trades, should we move on to the NBA? Yep, let's do it. The NBA had a real busy last couple weeks since we potted. Uh, honestly, I feel like it's amongst like the diehard like Twitter-type people. Kind of stole the show from the Super Bowl. Obviously, uh, way larger scale of people care about the Super Bowl more, but it was a busy-ass week in the NBA. Obviously, Anthony Davis to the Lakers trade rumors were swirling about. We had a couple other big trades like Marcus All going to the Raptors and Tobias Harris going to the 76ers. So I guess we got to start with the big kahuna, Anthony Davis, and the whole clutch Rich Paul uh, fiasco. Connor, I don't know if you want to give any background on that, what exactly went down for people who aren't aware. Sure. Yeah, so essentially uh, the Monday before the trade deadline, Anthony Davis formally put a request to the uh, team demanding a trade. Um, initially, the Lakers were the only one on this list, and then I think he, op- he later in the week opened it up and said, I'd also start a lo- sign a long-term deal with uh, the Clippers, the Knicks, and the Bucks, interestingly enough. Noticeably absent from that was the uh, Celtics. His father, Anthony Davis Sr., put out a statement or a text, I think, to a reporter saying that my son does not want to be in Boston, essentially, due to their treatment of uh, Isaiah Thomas, which is kind of ironic, <laughs> considering he's, his son is demanding to break a contract 18 months before it ends. And the Lakers didn't exactly treat Isaiah the best either, just kind of funny. The but. Lakers treated Isaiah fine. What did they do wrong? They just didn't re-sign him. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Still kind of ironic, though. They're using just like Isaiah Thomas as just a LeBron like a didn't why. treat Isaiah very well. <laughs> yeah. I guess the you could say the Clippers are is ironic then, having them on the list, considering they just fucked Blake Griffin super hard. That's yeah, that, that's... Well, okay, let's get into it. I mean, obviously those teams were on the list because they, like, didn't really have any tangible way to, like, make that happen. Mm -hmm. And so I think they just wanted to throw out some random other teams to just make it look like they weren't trying to force his way to the Lakers. I think the Bucs. That that was never going to happen. Yeah, the Bucs, other than trading Giannis, they have no pieces that could make a move like that. I mean, I think the, the smartest decision for them was just to wait it out till the summer. So I, I don't really see any way around Dude, that. Dude, honestly, I don't know. If Kyrie leaves, which I think there's a very realistic possibility. Uh, you think it's a greater likelihood he stays or leaves? I feel like I'd probably, I might take the field at this point. I think I'd take the field also. I mean, and it, it totally depends on how the playoffs go. Dude, yeah, if they get bounced in the first or second round. Like, which I think they're clearly the fourth best team in the East right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll dive into yeah, that. But I think all the teams above them got better, and they really didn't. See, I just, I just don't see if if Ainge, Ainge is talking to Kyrie, lets mm-hmm. him know that we are going all in on 
Anthony Davis, like, we're going to send Tatum, like, we're going to do whatever we can to get Davis. I think mm-hmm. the likelihood of them doing that and, like, communicating that with Kyrie, I think I, if they do trade for AD, I don't think I can't Dude, see but Kyrie, Kyrie has to be smart enough to be like, all right, if I leave, they're not going to be trading Tatum and all that shit for Anthony Davis. So if I go to, like, the Knicks or Lakers, which are probably the next two most likely teams for Kyrie to go to, mm-hmm. then – the, both of those teams have assets that they might be able to move that would be able to beat uh, a Danny Ainge, like, not all-in offer, you know? Man, the Knicks the Knicks really need to land Zion, though, for it to, for them to be in that arena, yeah. I think. Well, unless hmm. Durant's going. I mean, you, you don't think the Knicks could trade basically all the shit that they got from uh, the Porzingis trade and uh, whatever pick they get now, whether it's like R.J. Barrett or some shit like that, and ja, offered that ja, to the Jaw, Jay Moore, Jaw Moran. You don't think all that is like good enough to beat? No. Dude, they like, didn't, the Lakers they really didn't get them. No, I don't oh, think I so. I, I, I think, I, it's I enough think to beat the Lakers offer, but not enough to beat the Celtics. Dude, but see the Celtics, the Celtics I, go all in. I don't think the Celtics will go all in though if they don't have Kyrie. Is my I think, point, I, dude? I think they'll go in no matter what. You think? I, I disagree. Yeah, I think they. Then that, Ainge is building around AD. Yeah, but that team sucks, and AD's already said he doesn't want to be in Boston. I don't yeah. – yeah. Like if you trade away Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and a few picks, like that team's kind of trash. It's just AD, and then he might leave. Yeah, it's AD I don't, I don't in see Boston that where he, hey, he what, doesn't what? want to play. He, you're not. You can't trade Tatum if Kyrie – And you're the, the fourth or fifth best team in the conference. You know, like yeah. what – and then AD just leaves. That's what I would think would happen, mm-hmm. honestly. But no, I don't think – going back to the point. Knicks thing, I don't think the Knicks package, unless they get the number one overall pick, I don't think DSJ and Kevin Knox and some random Mavericks 2021 first-round pick is going to be enough to get uh, AD, honestly. I think the Lakers yeah, offer is better than that. I mean, you need to have Zion in or whatever, the number one overall pick in that package I mean, for get, the Knicks to best it. If they get four first-rounders – Plus uh, Kevin Knox, Dennis Smith, and John Morant or R.J. Barrett or something like that. Like, I don't think that that's that crazy for to instead to trade for Ingram, Kuzma, Lonzo, and a couple picks. Then our, then I mean, what, Ingram, what, you're going to have to three. extend. And then Ingram, Ingram's going to be a weird extension because he's going to be a free agent relatively soon. So then you have to ba- – He's probably going to, like, get a pretty big offer from some random team that you'll have to match. And so mm-hmm. then you're paying Ingram a ton of money, and, like, I'm, I'm not confident that Ingram's worth a ton of money. And then, like, Lonzo and Kuz, they're good, but, like, I mean, Lonzo honestly hasn't stayed healthy that much. You have to deal with all the LeVar Ball bullshit, which I'm not sure the Pelicans would be able to handle in a way that the Lakers <laughs> and Magic Johnson can. Oh, I think the Pelicans would move Lonzo. I, but Lonzo's the best piece in that offer by far. I mean, maybe if you can move him for something you like more, you do it. But, I mean, that's what the Lakers are offering. I don't think that's, like, significantly better than a Knicks package with, like, five f- five or six first-rounders. Um, Knicks aren't trying six first-rounders, I don't think. I mean, if you're trading all the stuff you got from the Mavs plus a couple first rounders, that's four right there. Yeah, but the big difference between four and six. 
Six I, versus Rounders probably, sounds. Like, how many think they would do they, that? How many did the Rockets um, offer for Jimmy? Was it four? That's the max. Of your own? Yeah. Jesus, okay. the Rockets offered four first rounders for Jimmy. <laughs> Dude, they're probably like protected out the ass. They're probably protected <laughs> out the ass. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I'm still that high on like Dennis Smith Jr. as a as an asset. If he's one of the primary things, other than picks, I don't. He's not one of the primary things. The picks are the primary things. And John Moran or R.J. Barrett, like those guys aren't bad prospects. R.J. Yeah. Barrett, like who would you rather have straight up, R.J. Barrett or Brandon Ingram? If you're the Pelicans, I bet you it's R.J. Barrett. I'd rather have R.J. Barrett. Yeah, exactly. I we've seen yeah we've seen what Ingram is and we. We'd yeah, so why do you think really that plus Knox plus a couple other first-round picks? And let's be honest, like, if the Knicks – and they'll probably be pretty good if they get Anthony Davis because it's pretty likely they'd then get – Get KD. KD or Kyrie or someone. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows? Like, people thought the Nets were going to be really good, and they ended up sucking ass. Yeah. Like, it would not be the most surprising thing if the Knicks suck ass in four years and that pick is a really <laughs> coveted thing, you know? Yeah. Like, there's nothing the Knicks have ever done to make you think they're going to be competent long-term. Hmm. I don't know. I still think the Laker offer is better. Oh, it looks like we lost Sloth. <laughs> Are you, do you think the Lakers offer is better because you're a Laker fan and you're, like, have some emotional investment in these guys? Or like I'm just not you, that high on DSJ. Kevin Knox dude, could be all right, but they're not the main pieces. I'd argue they're pretty critical pieces. They're the only two pieces in their other than picks. If you just say the Lakers, if the Lakers are offering four first rounders and the Mavs are offering four first rounders, all right. I don't think the those. Lakers are offering four first rounders. Why would all right? Let's just in this in this argument, I'm saying okay. we're offering the, an equal amount of picks. Okay. It reaches an equilibrium. We say three first-round picks. So you have three – so those are equal now. Three first-round picks, three first-round picks. Then you have to compare the the players. I think Lonzo's better than DSJ. I and agree. I, I, think, I think Kuzma, if you add together Kuzma, Ingram, Josh Hart, I think I'd take that over uh, Knox. Okay, and yeah. Then you just have, if, if we're saying they're doing the same picks, then it's then it's a wash. But I'm not. I don't think that's going to be ha- in my scenario. That's not. That's not a true statement. So, I mean, that'd be like saying, "Oh, well, if, let's compare if the Knicks were offering four picks, and then the Lakers were only offering Brandon Ingram and four picks." Hmm. Like. Then you're just taking out important pieces to the trade. So you think the I mean, Knicks picks are way be- are significantly better than the Lakers picks, like the, the future picks? No, I'm just saying more of them are better. I don't think the Knicks are going to offer six first round picks. I mean, would you be surprised if they offered five? Yes, I'd be anything above four. I'd be surprised. They just got a fuck ton from the Mavs, though, so they've got, like, a whole war chest of of picks to offer, and if they got Anthony Davis, like, I bet you they would do that. I don't think they could go above four. They have two, They got two first-round picks from the Mavs, and then they have, they could trade four of their own. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going above four. 
Hmm. That's what I'm saying. Would. That's what I'm saying. The picks are equal. They have four picks and four picks. I don't think the Lakers would trade four picks though. We just saw them say they wouldn't do that. I think we would. And that would be for an extra playoff run with Anthony Davis now. Yeah, I think we're going to get desperate as fuck and we would offer four. So what do we think happens with the Lakers this offseason? If you had to predict. uh, I don't know if we're going to get any of these guys, honestly. We kind of hashed this out in the last pod, but I don't really think we're going to get Clay, Kawhi. Kyrie's maybe, but it seems like kind of a stretch still. Do you think they'll get Anthony Davis? I think yeah, that's that's the ultimate resolution. If we we just have to overpay, we pay under twenty five, hundred a dollar twenty five on the dollar and get Davis. Hmm. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm I, I, I think, think we're gonna we're gonna go to four first round picks, trade the entire young core, and then get him. Yeah, I think Boston's probably still gonna still gonna end up with him unless Kyrie leaves, which is totally possible. But I think yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, th- I think there's a de- I'd probably take the field right now. And as we said before, I don't think you can trade Tatum if you lose Kyrie. Mm-hmm. You need Tatum needs to be the like you need to build around Tatum basically. You can't just have Davis by himself. He doesn't want to be he doesn't want to be in Boston, period. And the only reason he would stay is if Kyrie was in Boston because they're friends apparently. But I think it's I'd probably say it's slightly more likely that if he goes somewhere else other than Boston this summer. Yeah. Thus Boston would would be eliminated in my logic. Okay. All right, well, we hashed so, this out a little bit last week, so should we move on to the trades that actually did happen? Yeah, let's uh, let's unpack those. All right, which one do you want to talk first? The Tobias Harris one or the Marcus Saul one maybe or I don't know. Maybe Sorry, like Tobias Harris. Mirotic. Okay. So – oh, what about the Porzingis one? Did we talk about – we haven't talked about that. When did that happen? That was on the 31st? Was that after the Super Bowl? Yeah, it was. Okay, no, I'll, yeah, it was before the Super Bowl. It was the week before the Super Bowl, but we didn't pod that Super Bowl Sunday. So, uh, okay, that's right. Yeah, let's start. With, let's start with Porzingis since it was first. All right, so Porzingis got traded from the Knicks. Really out of nowhere, it felt like. Mm-hmm. I mean, there always seemed to be some sort of contention going on between Porzingis and the organization that apparently reached a boiling point. So they traded mm-hmm. him to the Mavs for two first rounders, Dennis Smith Jr. And the Knicks got off of some contracts like Tim Hardaway Jr., uh, Courtney Lee, Courtney Lee, Trey Burke. So, yeah, and so then, opened up two max slots for in free agency this offseason for the Knicks. So that was basically what what they were going for. Um, plus, they they got a young prospect and Dennis Smith, and then the aforementioned picks. So the Mavs now are teaming up Porzingis and Luka Doncic. Where do you think that ranks amongst, like, young duos in the NBA right now? Hmm. Honestly, I'm trying uh, – if Porzingis can stay healthy, you could say that's the best duo, I think, of of, of young guys in the league, I think. You that's think big it's better if- than Embiid and Simmons? Hmm. I think that's probably that's number tough. one right that's, now, right? Yeah, Embiid is having a killer season, and I'm uh, – and I like Simmons a lot Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I'd probably – maybe that bests it just because of Porzingis' um, injury history. I mean, it's not like Embiid is a uh, pinnacle of good health. That's true, but I think I think you'd probably say that he's – like if his – if the, both their health were stocks, I think Embiid's health stock is higher right now. 
Okay, fair enough. I mean, he's not the one recovering from an ACL tear, so makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I, I still just think the fact Porzingis is like 7-4 just makes it like a long, bigger risk. Those guys historically just have not been able to stay healthy, really, when you're that tall. He's a, he's not 7-4. He's 7-3, I think. Are I think anything sure? above – yeah, anything above 7-2, I think, is kind of the, where like it's just humans were not made to be that tall. Yeah, he's seven three. How tall is Embiid? He's probably going to be seven one seven at least, foot. though. He's seven foot. Okay. Yeah. If I had to bet I mean, on one of them, if I had to bet one of them staying healthy, I'd bet on Embiid. I think. I think I probably would also, but I would feel really sketchy about that. Well, I don't think I'd feel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, the, my, I guess the logic would be I'd bet on Embiid. I like Doncic more than a little bit more than Simmons. I, think. I like I like him way more than Simmons. Simmons can't shoot for shit, which still is a problem and becomes more of a problem in the playoffs. Yeah. So yeah, I like Doncic better, but I ah, that's why I'm kind of torn. But I I think I'd go with Embiid just be, I'd go with the, the Sixers duo just because Embiid is I think a little more likely to stay healthy. But yeah, yeah that, that probably one. What else would even be in that class of duos? The Bucks don't really have another young guy as good as Giannis. Um, Jokic and Jamal Murray, maybe. Maybe I mean Tatum and I, Brown. I don't know. No, I don't think. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. I don't think, number three is probably Jokic, just because Jokic is so good. Yeah, I mean, Murray's. I mean, Murray's a solid player. I don't think he's he's on the same level as the other as Doncic or uh, Ben Simmons. Um, mm-hmm. the Lakers don't. These young guys haven't definitely not on that level. Who would you rather have, Zion or Luca? Ooh, that's a great one. Hmm, I'd probably go Zion though. Mm-hmm. I think Zion is going to be a transcendent player. I mean, I also think Luca's transcendent, agree. but I agree. But Luca's so good, and we we're seeing him be so good already. You know, yeah. It's yeah. almost it, like Lucas seems to be more of a sure thing. Like, yeah, Zion, I think, is a lock to be really fucking good. Similar to how we all felt that Luca was going to be uh, a generational player. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way about Zion, but, you know, they're exactly always seeing him do it. Yeah, I mean, just look at today. Luca scored what, like 30 points and brought the Mavericks back from 14 down in the fourth quarter to beat the Blazers. Yeah, no, no, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm as high on Doncic as anybody. I yeah. think he, Hall of Fame level potential. Dude, I saw a stat that Luka Doncic is 11, shooting 11 for 16 in the final two minutes of games when it, the shot attempt is either for the lead or to tie. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah, dude. Hmm. I do to beast. Yeah, I'm obviously super high on him. I think I'd, I'd still go to beast. But, I mean, obviously can't go wrong. I don't think the Mavs would trade if the whoever that's number one offered Zion. I don't think the Mavs would do it. Oh, yeah, no way. And especially not with Porzingis. Yeah. I feel like Zion and Porzingis are, eh, actually, I don't know. That could be an interesting fit. But is, um, what's his, is Zion going to be like, what, like a undersized four in the league, you think? I bet you he'll play five like Draymond. I mean, he okay. could definitely guard centers. He can jump yeah. out of the gym and is – like 300 pounds. <laughs> it's honestly fucking insane. 285, <laughs> he's the same size as Bobin. Yeah, <laughs> he's dude, this athletic. 
It just makes it doesn't it defies the laws of physics. Did you see his block yesterday in the Syracuse game? I, I think don't it was think in so. the Syracuse. Oh my god. You look it up and listeners, like pull out your phone and find that find that video. It's just insane. I mean he right jumps now. from like halfway between the key to the three point line and just blocks this guy's three point shot. It's just is he just gets so high. It's it's insane. All right, a little bad radio button watching right now. But is this is Zion the best? Who's he the best prospect since? I think Davis probably LeBron. is the first one that comes to mind. You think he's hmm? You think he's a better prospect than Davis was? Hmm. I feel Davis like there's more pre- hype around Zion, but it's hard to tell because it's like Zion came up with like the hoop type mixes and shit like that. Zion, yeah, Zion is literally made for the house of highlights. Like he's. In yeah. a lab for that. But no, I think Davis was, was like, extremely hyped coming out of Kentucky also. Yeah. Oh, against, okay, yeah. That's pretty insane. That's the Virginia, it was against Virginia. Virginia, that's who it was. On the three-point line. Yeah. Um, but anyways, back to the Porzingis trade. So, we, I think it was a good move for Dallas. I mean, why oh, not take, Love the take move that for risk? Dallas. I mean, you are getting a seven-three guy coming off an ACL tear for a bunch of that you're going to have to max out. So, I'm, I'm, the risk profile is high. Yeah, I think it's worth the risk. I'm really, I'm pretty low on Dennis Smith Jr. as a prospect personally. Me too. And now, like, I think you got to roll the dice there. Now, it's Dallas has not been as an attractive as a uh, free agent destination as we, as I think they kind of thought they would be. They've had cap space a few times in the last five years or so and just haven't really been able to land anybody. Right. So like you need, you kind of need to make a move like this. I'm surprised. Honestly. I think Dallas should be a free agent destination. Yeah. I uh, totally super agree. cool city, no state income tax. I personally like Cuban. An a lot. owner who likes to spend money and has nice facilities. Yep. For, a good really, head coach. Really progress. Yeah. Really progressive owner. I think Carlos. I most hey, are agrees. they that progressive? They did have the whole sexual assault, uh, mass allegations. And toxic work environment. It's <laughs> not exactly the most progressive thing. What was, it, what was the guy? Dick, dick jerk jockey or some shit? Pants, dick jockey? Pants, pants something. Pants DJ. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the guy's name, the name of the office was, I think. I'm pretty sure. Though. What a creepy nickname. Yeah, Mavs Pants DJ. <laughs> that is just fucking absurd, man. That's fucked up. Yeah. Mavs, this is a headline from Yahoo in May. Mavericks, quote, pants DJ, kept job despite watching porn at work. Hey, who, was it he in a glass house should not throw stones? <laughs> Who's not watching porn at work these days, right? Let's <laughs> <laughs> do it in the bathroom like a normal guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, but... Okay. I, you I tell know. me this Yahoo blogger hasn't jerked off at of the <laughs> Yahoo headquarters before. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, per, as I was saying, I think Mavs is a, should be a destination. We've seen that so in the past couple of years. It really hasn't been as much. So I think you do make a, make a move like this. The risk reward is definitely is worth it. I think okay. pairing him and Donches together, I think, is a dream. All right, so let's move on to, I guess, let's try and do, like, the Philly one and Toronto one kind of in the same, and Miritich, I guess, to the Bucks. But let me just put a bow on this. I just think it's kind of weird that, like, why did the Knicks make this move so fast? It really seems like they didn't shop him around as much as they could have. 
I don't think they got enough personally for Porzingis. I mean, you? I I think they could have gotten more, but I mean, they got off a couple bad, really bad contracts. They got two first round picks. They got Dennis Smith Jr., who they liked, I think, in the draft prospect. So they're like, they got a, in their eyes, a good prospect. Um, yeah, but if they're wrong, who they're buying, then it they're buying low on, and um, what? And you, I think Porzingis is not a, a surefire star with the injury history, and you're going to be have to pay that guy a fuck ton. And he was threatening to sign the qualifying offer with the Knicks, so it's like I get why they did it. I get why they traded him. I told, like, I understand what you're saying there, but I don't think they got enough, like. I don't if you were the uh, Lakers, what would you have traded for Porzingis? Hmm. it's a good question. I'd be fine. I guess two first-round picks seems fine. And then maybe uh, Ingram, honestly. That's it? And then one more piece. Like what kind of piece? Like a Josh Hart or like a Kuzma or like a Rondo? No, no, not Rondo. Josh Hart, I guess. Yeah if, okay. yeah, if you said we did Josh Hart, Ingram, and two firsts, I'd be happy with that. I think mm-hmm. Josh Hart's a solid prospect, but I'd, I'd include him for that, and I'm, I'm fine yeah. moving Ingram for that. I'd say that's better than what they got from the Mavs. I just, and, I, mean, I think part of this is because I, I'm super low on Dennis Smith as a prospect personally. Yeah. So let's say that's – I'm, I'm basically viewing that as a not really something that moves the needle. So you're getting Dennis Smith, a prospect I don't like. In cap space, and then two first round picks. So all I'm hearing from that is basically you're getting, you're gaining two first round picks. You cannot trade your best asset you've had in a decade for two first round picks in cap space. So yeah. I think they right. need to get more personally. But okay, I, be, I they probably could have to be honest. Uh, I mean, the, but... it, it's having the, like an asset like that has been so fucking rare for the Knicks, and you're going to move him yeah. just what felt super like quick. So I was right. I'd be if I was a Knicks fan, I would be up in arms about that. Well, we'll see. I mean, if they get two max free agents, then it's a great move. Yeah, that's yeah. the only. So yeah. that's like the trade is almost not finished in a sense. We can't yeah. judge it yet. You need to judge it in the in the through the prism of this summer how the summer plays out for them. So that's fair. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I guess let's talk about just the top of the Eastern Conference now because that got a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. The Sixers traded. A Miami 2020 or 2021? 2021, yep, unprotected. Okay, unprotected first-round pick. Which we discussed and, on the pod, I think, last time around, why that's super valuable is the uh, 2021. Well, I think, is, no, it's not supposed to be that year. It's not? I thought it was 2021. Well, whatever year the Miami pick is is not the year that that – The double dip? That that double dip's going to happen. Uh, I'm pretty okay. confident. I, I thought it was, actually. So yeah, No, I think they've already that. said that it's probably not going to be that year. So it'd be 2022 um, or, or later? Yeah. I think the okay. summer after that pick conveys it might be. But don't quote okay. me on it. All right. Um, and did they trade another first-round pick? It's a, All right. I have it right here. It's a, okay, Sixers, yeah. it's a Sixers 2020 first-round pick, top 14 protected. The okay. Heat's 2021 first-round pick. And then a pair of Pistons second-round picks. Mm-hmm. For oh, and then also Landry Shamet, who, who some people I don't know, I don't really know anything about him, but people seem to he's like him. He's a really great three point shooter. He shot like forty five percent in college or something like that. Is he a Wichita guy? Yeah. 
Okay, I've heard the name. I don't really know anything about him. Wilson Chandler yeah. and Muscala, who was released, I that, think. Or no, he's traded. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, for Tobias Harris, Boban, and Mike Scott. Mm-hmm. And then do you have what the Marcus trade was? I think that was C.J. Miles and some other like uh, yeah Raptors picks. got Raptors got Gasol Grizzlies acquired Jonah Valanciunas C.J. Miles DeLon Wright and a second rounder okay and then the Bucks traded what two second rounders for Miritich but yeah Bucks acquired Miritich for Stanley Johnson who was traded for Thon Maker Earl it's kind of a, basically a three way trade mm-hmm. so let's do a three way Bucks acquire Miritich Pistons acquire Thon Maker. Pelicans land Stanley Johnson, Jason Smith, and four second-round picks. Okay. So, I mean, after all that, I think the Sixers have probably the best starting lineup out of all the top four teams in the East, lumping Boston in there also. Their starting lineup is now Simmons, Redick, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harrison, and Bede. Mm-hmm. So that lineup's good as fuck. They don't have a ton of depth, I don't really think. Um, they're playing like Furkan, Korkmaz, and TJ McConnell pretty heavy. Like those are like pretty critical Mike, players in Mike your rotation Scott. now. Yeah, um, but I mean depth doesn't really matter that much in the playoffs. Just ask Toronto, and uh, but the Bucks are like a real. Are, they're like a really really good team. I think they're being slept on by most people. And they're being slept on considering they're the number they're been number one in the East pretty much all year long. And I their net rating is like a, a basically historic level type team where it's basically you're a lock to make the the finals if you have their kind of net rating. Um, what do you think the odds are? That's probably not a bad bet for the Bucks to win the East. But they dude, win- I, like maybe two or three weeks into the year, I tried to convince some of my friends to make a Warriors Bucks finals bet. Uh-huh. Just because of how good the Bucks like stats were early on in the season, but they didn't have odds for it out at all, so I couldn't place the bet. I was bummed because now that'd be an now? awesome bet. Mm, they probably are. I don't know that for a fact though. Yeah, but that could be worth looking into. I still think I still think it's a great bet because I think they're going to come out of the East right now. Yeah, me too. So I guess that that says what we think. I think the Meritage pickup is great for them. Oh, it's huge. You're you're just you're moving floor a player spacing. that. With I think, Giannis is just so, so valuable, you know? I think, yeah, but I think Budenholzer is a really solid coach. I think he's going to use Meritich. I think he's going to be perfect for the system, honestly. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're moving him for essentially Thon Maker, top 10 pick that just really didn't work out and was not a big part of your rotation. Mm-hmm. So I think of the three moves, if you view them as, like, against each other, I think Meritich is the best, like, value play. Better than Tobias Harris, or do you just think they gave up too much? I just think the Bucks really didn't give up anything, and they got a mm-hmm. valuable piece. Whereas, like, I, yeah, I think I don't, know, I don't hate the trade for the uh, for the Sixers. Like, I think it gives uh-huh. you arguably the best starting lineup now. But they just gave up way more to get Tobias Harris than the Bucks did to get uh, right. Miritich. Miritich, yep. yeah. I think that Philadelphia might have even wanted Miritich themselves, which would have been a big pickup for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, just, I might rather have Miritich on that team. Than Tobias Harris, honestly. Really, I don't. I don't think so. I think Tobias is a lot is a lot better. For what? No, but I'm saying for what they gave up. Oh, for what they gave up. 
I'm just saying, yeah. if you if you if, if door one is give up all this stuff for Tobias Harris, okay. door, door B is saying. is pay forty percent of the, yeah. as much for Meritish. Because now they're that puts them in an interesting spot. Like I, I'd say they all right, maybe they win. I don't think they're going to win the title this year, personally. No, no way. So after this year, you don't you have to make a decision on re-signing both Harris and Jimmy Butler? Dude, I feel like they're not going to re-sign Jimmy Butler. Right now they're saying they're going to, but I feel like that's just lip service. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't you can't be putting it out there to Jimmy <laughs> Butler right now. To, There's no chance him to re-sign to... you because it makes the trade yeah. look bad also earlier in the season. Yeah, and it's like it's going to piss off Jimmy Butler and just, you know, so discontent or dis what's that what's that phrase so discord or some shit so discontent so like as in like farming sowing seeds i think so discontent the phrase yeah to so discontent okay yeah um jimmy butler will just you know ruin things if he, he knew that you weren't gonna pay him so oh yeah, oh, yeah. so you got to say that right now but i i feel like they brought tobias in basically knowing hey we're gonna re-sign this guy Mm-hmm. We're gonna max him out, and our trio going forward is gonna be Simmons and Bead and Tobias Harris, and we're gonna let Jimmy walk because we don't want to pay him uh, forty million dollars a year or whatever. Yeah, when he's thirty-five. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that happening. Uh, it's a pretty tall price, but Tobias Harris is a super solid player. So, dude, I think he's better than super solid. I mean, he's. Right now, he's the most efficient 20-point scorer in the league. Really? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he shoots a really high percentage from three, uh, gets a lot of free throws, shoots a really high free throw percentage. Um, How's he on defense? He's he's a solid defender. He can guard basically like four-ish positions. He can be your like small ball f- four for sure. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what he's doing right now with the Sixers. Yeah, and he provides a lot of shooting, which the Sixers really need around Simmons and Embiid and Butler. Yeah, I think he's forty so. percent from behind the arc, isn't he? Yeah, oh yeah, definitely forty three percent, maybe. Yeah, probably something, something like, like that. that. If I had, to. um, but so yeah, so I think Tobias Harris is a great, great pickup for them. It does make the whole Jimmy Butler thing, like. Why make that trade if you're – I guess obviously they didn't know they weren't going to like Jimmy Butler this much. <laughs> yeah. But it Dude, makes honestly, that trade not look great. Yeah. So I don't think they resigned but- – I, I understand your argument they're not going to resign Butler. I, I fear that the Lakers could end up with him. I could totally see that when they we, strike out on yeah. everyone else and just panic yep. at Jimmy Butler. Yep. Dude, there's no way we can walk away with not getting someone this summer. Obviously LeBron rapidly aging. And that, if, mm-hmm. I don't know, as we just kind of discussed at length, I don't think like, I want to bet on us getting one of the big dogs. So it seems like we're gonna get we're gonna overpay for a second tier guy, and I fear it could be Butler. I agree. Just hopefully it's not long term, but it probably will be. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd rather have him than Kemba, but in mm, terms of the, I dude, guess, I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I think I made this point last week, but I'm not a fan of paying. Like age twenty eight or over, short point guards long term. Twenty eight or over, dude. That's pretty young. I'm just saying, I would not. Uh, uh, you're going to sign to a what a four year, five year contract. I don't. You want think Kem- a thirty two year old point guard's too old? I would not want to be paying Kevin. How old's Chris Paul? Mm, I think he's three years older. No, he's a year older than LeBron. 
35. I think it's an awful contract. Okay, well, yeah, you're signing him to, through age 38 or whatever. Yeah, that's that six years older. But Chris Paul's still been a really productive guy through his mid-30s when he's not hurt, I guess. But, uh, you know, I guess that's part of the over-30 thing. I don't know. I just would not want to be paying him. I, I mean, how good Kemba forty-five million in his age thirty-three season? Well, would it be through his thirty-three season, or would it be younger than that? I think Kemba could be fine, like age-wise. But I just don't. I'm not sure he's good enough. Period. You know what? Not including age, he'll be twenty-nine in May. So you'd be having him for okay, twenty-nine. Yeah. yeah. Thirty. Thirty-one. Thirty-two. Now, is it a five or a four year max? Four, I think. Twenty, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Did, I would not want to be throwing that money to him at thirty two. I mean, that'd be one year of the deal, though. I mean, I, Kemba's good, but he's fallen off a little bit since his hot start. So I'm not sure he's. I'm not sure he moves the needle where you're beating the Warriors even without KD, with just LeBron think, and Kemba. I don't think you are. Order of operations, though, it does work out better for the Lakers to sign a free agent and then, like, execute an Anthony Davis trade. So I do think, like, a Kemba Davis-LeBron or a Butler-Davis-LeBron trio is good enough to win a title. Yeah. I'd be, if we got Davis and we, if we trade for Davis and also signed Butler, I'd be more fine with that than just getting Butler. Okay, obviously. Well, I'm just saying that, like, it's, I don't know, it seems like it'd make more sense having those three guys together. Like, is Butler like, your number three guy? Like, if we don't get Davis, you don't want Butler. Yeah, but if we do but if Davis, we have Davis... I like Butler a lot more as a number three guy than I do as him, him as our number two. Yeah, but the thing about Butler is if he's a number three guy, then he's just going to get pissed off, I feel like, and then cause issues. Hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I think, know. I just don't want Butler, period. So you're saying if we could sign if let's say we strike out everybody else we, we trade for Davis you wouldn't want Butler? I'd rather have like Chris Middleton. Hmm. Would he be how much cheaper do you think Middleton will be? Mm, I could see some crazy team maxing him. I like Middleton's game a lot personally, and it it comes without any of the bullshit that you get with Butler. Yeah, I. Yeah, I'd rather for the same money. I think I'd rather have Middleton, Davis, and LeBron than Jimmy Butler. I think Middleton's pretty young, isn't he? This guy's twenty-seven. That's I think about Jimmy a, Butler's age, isn't it? Jimmy but, Butler's about twenty year older. Twenty-nine, maybe. Oh, Jimmy but Butler's like twenty-nine. Wow. Uh, I'd rather have. Yeah, you sold me. I'd rather have Middleton. Mm-hmm. He's younger, less crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can shoot threes. Yeah. I think I'd rather have Kemba than Jimmy also. Hmm. I think I'd go Jimmy. I think he's a better player overall than Kemba. I agree, but being a third banana, I feel like I'd rather have Kemba. Whatever. We're we're so far away from <laughs> from reality right now. Uh, <laughs> a little bit of a rabbit hole. I do like bananas. Class Classic Lakers fan talk where we just start talking. Would we rather pair Anthony Davis and LeBron with Jimmy Butler or Kemba Walker? This is the the content everyone is dying for in in early February. You delusional fucks. 
Ah, they're a slot. Who do you who do you think is going to win the Eastern Conference after these trades? Uh, and if you have thoughts on the Toronto trade, we haven't really touched on that one yet. I mean, the Toronto trade kind of moves the needle for me. I feel like Gasol will be a good. Um, Good fit in that system, and but he's like a good Embiid insurance, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, there's a good chance they meet in the conference finals, so um, I'd probably. So I guess I'm going back and forth, but um, the Gasol trade I think moves the needle a little bit, but I feel like a lot of it hinges on how Kyle Lowry does moving forward. And I, yeah, and I kind of, I kind of see him falling flat on his face in the playoffs. I mean, he has every other year. Why would we expect anything <laughs> different, you know? Best tradition. Raptors just getting cucked every playoff. Um, but, yeah, I think I actually think the Sixers have a really good chance of winning it now. So you'd pick the Sixers to be – who Who do you think are the, the two best then? You're, you're picking the Sixers to win the East? The Sixers and the Raptors, two best teams in the East. Really? Mm-hmm. Me got, and Connor both think the Bucks. Bucks to win the East. Oh, shit. Aaron, I'm – Dude, I'm down to do a Bucks Warriors bet if you want to go into that. Uh, yeah, we'll. But what are the odds on that? We'll look into it. I don't it. know. I'm not even shoot here. Bucks, you guys shoot. keep talking. I'll look it up. Oh, all right. I, I didn't even think about the Bucks, honestly. But... That's what I'm saying. I would honestly after. The, all right, how about this? Let's rank the let's rank the East, the top top four in the East post trade deadline. I would go Bucks one, uh, Celtics four, probably. I probably go. I probably go Raptors by a hair over the Sixers still. Oh, see, mm-hmm. I, I'm putting the Sixers one. I think Sixers I, one. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, a, it's a great starting five, but I'm still a little bit concerned. Their spacing is still weird. Tobias Harris helps, but dude, Tobias Harris had I, a great game today. Simmons just is Simmons like not being able to shoot is going to be a, a. I think is yeah. I'd rather I'd, that's that that's the number one factor why I would lean Raptors by a hair. Mm-hmm. And Kawhi's and been Bede, there. Embiid lives at the free throw line, and like free throws are not as consistent. I feel like in the playoffs, um, and Embiid's honestly centers are just kind of easy to negate. Like I've said this ten million See, times. I think feelings on centers there. <laughs> but like, look what like why can't teams why can't like the Bucks replicate what the Celtics did against the Sixers and just basically nullify Embiid on defense because Brooke Lopez is just jacking threes from five feet behind the line behind the arc. Um, I want I want to go too hard on this because we were, we already kind of talked to Lakers a decent amount, but God, I would fucking love that Brooke, Lo- Brooke Lopez on this team. Yeah, he's a perfect compliment. But we can we'll dive into that. Angelo, but. Randall. All good fits on that Lakers Fuck. team. I agree. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what uh, I don't after. We don't need to keep going down the lake and bring everything back to the <laughs> Lakers. <laughs> I heard Brooke Lopez's name. I yeah. Okay. But so I, I would rank um, Milwaukee 1, Philly 2, Toronto 3, Celtics. Celtics are a clear 4 in my mm. eyes. Yeah, especially with Kyrie yep. being up. One yep. injury to yeah, it's, he's, day, just, he's day to day right now, but yeah, he, he, uh, yes, he's I agree. They're definitely four. Too bad, apparently. But no, I think we're all in agreement there. The four, clear number four now. The Honestly, East, I think that's that's one of my reasons why I think Kyrie's going to bounce. If he just has, dude, he seems, strikes me as the kind of guy. If they have a shitty fucking playoffs and he's mm-hmm. getting bounced four to one in the second round, I think he's fucking out of there. 
Dude, so the second round is super interesting for all these teams because you got Toronto trying to keep Kawhi, you've got Boston trying to keep Kyrie and simultaneously sell Davis. You've got uh, Philly with Jimmy Butler and Tobias Harris who are going to be free agents. Um, plus just the whole like Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid type fit, I feel like. If they get rocked in the second round, there's going to start to be bigger rumors about – whispers about that fit. Um, Milwaukee – I guess Milwaukee doesn't really have anything that pressing other than – Giannis is ascent. I mean, Giannis is gonna, be, yeah. Giannis is gonna be the next Anthony Davis, probably, right? Ah, he seems everything I've ever heard him say about Milwaukee, he likes it. Yeah, he, he strikes me as a kind of like a Russ guy, like just being a lifer. And they've done a good job putting a pretty good team around him too. What if what what if they get bounced in the second round two years in a row this year and next year? Yeah, I mean that can change things, but it kind you know, of, like, that's just my initial impression. Hmm. Do you think? Ah, I don't know. Do you think him being an international makes it more or less likely that he stays in a, a city like Milwaukee? More likely, but I mean, I don't know how much that that would affect it. I think it mostly comes down to if Milwaukee's good or not right. enough to his hmm. liking. Yeah, I mean they're pretty damn good right now. They are, but they could. I mean, Eric Bledsoe and Chris Middleton are both free agents, so if they have to sign those guys to, like, big contracts just to, like, keep this team together, then they're hamstrung a little bit, yeah. you know? I would not want to th- – I'm fine paying Middleton, but yeah, I would not, not want to pay <laughs> Bledsoe. Right. Is Bledsoe a clutch guy. A big market? I don't know. It's hard to say. He's been really good this year. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's a good fit. For the Bucks, but do you, I don't see a lot honestly, of the, teams kind of gunning after him. I never even thought about this until five seconds ago when I just said he's a clutch guy. But I could see the Lakers signing him this offseason if they strike out on guys. Yeah, that's not the clutch guy. Not definitely not the craziest thing. I mean, the Cavs were gunning for Bledsoe back when uh, after, yeah, after exactly. we traded Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Damn, Bledsoe's 29? I thought he was way younger for some reason. I thought he was like 25 or 26. I mean, he's the, isn't he? He's the same class he as Davis? John Wall. John Wall, that was it. Oh, he was speaking Wall's of John Wall, man. That, that, oh, my God. <laughs> dude, fucking pour some out for the Washington Wizards for the next decade, dude. Oh, that my is, God. Is it that is the worst contract in sports, maybe. Is it just me or has John Wall's career been just, like, extremely underwhelming and unremarkable? Uh, dude, he's he was had pr- some big moments, though. Has like, he? Remember that? that, that, that second- this is my fucking city buzzer beater against the Celtics. Dude, that was the biggest moment in like Washington sports in like a, a generation up until the Caps won. Dude, they were almost made the the Eastern Conference Finals that one year, except for John Wall broke his hand in the playoffs. No, that dude, that how, yo, how long ago does that freaking this is my city feel like? Dude, it feels so yeah, long. The- it was like fuck, what, like two years ago? That's it. I yeah, think it was 2016. Yeah, it was two years ago. Yeah, oh, I feel, that feels no, like wasn't, a, a decade no, it was after ago. That. It was 2017. Yeah, two years ago. 20, yeah, okay. 2017 is 2019. That feels like a fucking decade ago, dude. Dude, like his yeah. career after this Achilles, I think his career is pretty much washed now. I think that's, oh, he, he, he already, already was jo- washed. <laughs> you remember that picture of John Wall when that season USA started? Training camp? <laughs> yeah, he just looked fat and like he just been partying in Vegas for three months. <laughs> that is a that is a like a visual representation of his career this year. Yeah, that is depressing. And he seems Dude, like kind of an asshole. 
Do you, do you guys, have you guys seen American Gangster? You guys all have, right? Yeah. No, I haven't. No, I haven't either. Oh, my actually. God. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking one of my favorite movies. But uh, there's a scene where this guy in American Gangster is wearing, like, sunglasses inside and just dressing super extravagant. And then Denzel beats the absolute living hell out of him for being coked up at his house or something. That's what John Wall reminds me of is that guy. Yeah, he wears sunglasses. He wears to, like, sunglasses every game and, like, goes extravagant to. suits inside like, constantly. <laughs> Oh man, I'm a huge John Wall guy though. I, just, I fucking loved him at Kentucky. I was always dude. Dr- I almost bet money on him to win MVP before last season. <laughs> <laughs> that is a crazy move. He was like 26 to one or something like that, and I was like, it was right after the "This is my fucking city." Oh, I it. thought the Wizards were gonna have a big year, and dude, you that, know. who's that? I was trying to remember this this mo- earlier today. Who's that? That starting five was super solid. It was him, Beal, Porter, and who were the who's the front court? Morris Gortat. and Gortat. That's right. That's right. No, that dude. Honestly, that team was. I was super high in them. Yeah, I think Beal is the fucking truth. Also, really yeah, I like Beal too. I like, I love Beal. You want? It's kind of nice segue. Do you want to talk about the Porter trade quickly? Uh, I mean, I, I get just... why the Wizards had to do it. <laughs> they just. They just need to cut costs <laughs> as much as possible. Like the their team sucks ass. <laughs> is there a team in worse? <laughs> is there a team in worse shape the next like three to five years in the Wizards? Charlotte. Oh, no, Charlotte's at least competitive though. Charlotte's gonna probably lose I Kemba, guess. aren't they? Or is he gonna nah, stay? I think Kemba's no, gonna I, stay. I mean, they'll probably max the fuck out of him. And okay. Yeah. I can I see Kemba this, wanting to leave though. Kemba seems like a guy who he's from New York City. Like play play for like Heads a the competent team, dude. I can also I, see Kemba on, if they don't get Kyrie. I think they're gonna get Kemba. I think? Kemba's got I like, MSG history. I feel like if Kemba leaves, it'll be because he wants to like play on a good team. If KD goes there, Kemba, KD, Kemba, and Zion. Yeah, I've heard worse. Yeah, KD. worse trios. Those all, the pieces all fit together pretty nicely. I mean, would they still have to get Zion? They have what, like a twenty percent chance of getting fourteen point four, I think. Assuming they yeah, stay top three. I mean, that, Guys, you know the Cavs are winning the lottery. I know. And it <laughs> oh my god, I'm so pissed. That no, dude, that, that is so happen, fucking dude. stupid. The god, Cavs just get happen. lucky and land fucking <laughs> LeBron, Zion. Kyrie, and fucking Wiggins and Anthony Bennett. Anthony Bennett. <laughs> oh Dude, my god! Speaking of Anthony Bennett, he's a he's a redemption project in the G League. He's killing it. <laughs> Is he really for the main Red Claws? I think. Yeah, Cavs I'm, should I'm bring him for, back. I'm rooting for Bennett. Oh, I'd be in for the Cavs to bring him back, 100. <laughs> percent Dude, can you imagine the Zion goes to the Cavs, LeBron plays four years in the Lakers, and then goes to Cleveland again? <laughs> <laughs> There's no other way for it again with like the letter. Yeah, I can I can fucking see the Instagram post right now. There's no other way for it was there's no other way for it to end. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god, Zion is just becomes like is the transcendent player we all expect him to be. That would just be the fucking funniest thing ever. (laughs) The stars are aligning. (laughs) The Cavs are actually doing a low key good job. Um, not on the court, obviously. I don't, I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> dude, they're setting up the process. It's happening. They're shedding contracts. Oh, my they're God. Accumulating draft picks. How's, uh, what's his face? The point guard, Colin Sexton. Been back for you back, this year. Uh, 25 plus point games. 
Mm. Kid can score, can't really pass. <laughs> All right, we don't need to go into Colin Sexton talk right now. <laughs> another episode dedicated to. No one Colin fucking Sexton. cares about Colin Sexton. All right, real quick, bet top top destinations for Zion, other than New York, obviously. And we, Cavs twenty thirty. Well, there's really only other three teams that have a chance: Chicago, Phoenix, Chicago, and Cleveland. Ooh, Phoenix would be kind of nice. Him and Aiton together. Oh, fuck. fuck DeAndre Aiden. Trade, trade his Aiden. ass. <laughs> yeah. You would trade Aiden? Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. I mean, depends what you're getting for Aiden, you know? Uh, I don't think I, I want him to trade his no, ass. Zion at the four and Aiden at the five. Aiden Chicago? sucks. Aiden doesn't suck. Are you kidding me? <laughs> fuck you. I don't Dude, even like Aiden, center. but I just, I just feel the need to defend him. <laughs> like, I'm not like a big, I'm not like a diehard Aiden guy by any means. You sound like a like, diehard Aiden guy. <laughs> Connor just loves Connor's from 1950, dude. He's, he just loves. I, he, I love my Pumas. Connor probably needs to. Connor wants teams to start posting up more. Connor wants the game to slow down. Back to the basket. Focus on the footwork. Take some mid-range jumpers. None of these three-pointers. How, dude? Aiden would have been literally like a Hall of Famer if he came along. Thirty years ago, so would Greg Monroe. <laughs> Greg Monroe was born a generation too early. Just the, just the next Georgetown big man, <laughs> Alonzo Mourning, Patrick Ewing, Dikembe, and Greg Monroe. Wait, did Greg Monroe go to Georgetown? <laughs> he did. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, uh, I, I, didn't remember that. That I think Aiden, Aiden would have gone to Georgetown in, in 1982 if it would have. <laughs> Jeez. Were they oh, paying yeah. him as well as Arizona? No, <laughs> dropping the bag, dude. I'm sure Patrick Ewing got paid. Yeah, he probably. was like the most heavily recruited player ever. Oh, also, yeah, it just probably. popped into my head now that you're talking about top destinations for Zion. Other than the Warriors, mm-hmm. top destination for Durant. Knicks. The Knicks. I kind of a sneaky one. He did. The Lakers, obviously, as a Lakers Miami. fan. Yeah. Lest we forget, Durant had a very flirtatious relationship with the Celtics back when he was being recruited. I, that's, I forgot about that, but I don't Re-sign think they're Kyrie, the trade for Davis. Bring in Durant. How the KD? fuck could they si- Can they sign Durant? I don't think they have cap space for that, dude. Uh, you're probably right. Um, <laughs> How about Miami? Miami shed a couple Miami contracts. Miami doesn't have – I mean, that'd be tough to shed. No, no, yeah, I, think I, like I think they shed a couple contracts really at the deadline. Right now. Dude, Miami has like, yeah, I guess they did get off that Tyler Johnson money, but I mean, that they've Tyler got some bad contracts. Who else? They, Kelly Olynyk and Kelly Olynyk and James Johnson, James Johnson. Are all getting paid. Oh my god, it's fuck. And, and fucking Whiteside. And Whiteside, yeah. Oh god, what the I hell are you doing, can, Riley? Hey, thinking about it now, I think he's cucked by LeBron going back to Cleveland. He didn't know what to do. He's still caught his pants down. <laughs> Yeah, he is still salty about that. Dude, I think the Celtics should still go on for AD and then try and sign Durant, even if Kyrie leaves. So if Kyrie leaves, that's their backup. Wait, Wait did we have this conversation while you are still here about why we think that's a bad idea? Wait, so I'll say that statement again? So I think the Celtics should still go on for AD regardless if Kyrie is leaving or not. If he leaves, you go after Durant. I, I think that relationship was a strong relationship. Yeah, he, he liked the Celtics when he was getting Celtics. recruited. No, he liked them when he was getting mm. recruited, but 
I mean, if I you think you're getting, I, I, like I don't see it happening. That's Ainge's really backup plan. I think they're going to go on for AD regardless of what Kyrie does. No, I, I think that's a bad idea because then it's like you have Anthony Davis and nothing else, so you're not a good team, and then Davis just leaves in a year. I'd be that's surprised no, if they go yes, all I mean, in if they don't have Kyrie. If you lose Kyrie, you cannot trade Tatum because then you'll have nothing. It's just AD and nothing, and then he, he already established he doesn't want to be in Boston. The only reason he would like Boston is if Kyrie is there because they're friends. If they're good. Yeah, if they're good. If they're good, yeah. But I don't think they'll be good if they don't have Tatum it's, or Kyrie. No, that's fair. I, I just think the Celtics are a sneaky, sneaky option for Durant. Hmm. I don't see it. <laughs> I'd be surprised, but maybe. Dude, I mean, they're probably show them the rings, man. They're probably like top five, I guess. But I mean, I think it, it feels like he's going to the Knicks, dude. I think Kleiman's going to get a spot in the front office. Yeah, Durant's got a front row seat. That Jimmy Dean the straight shot. Oh, we should talk about the KD freaking out in the press conference. Oh, what a bitch. Dude, total bitch. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand I don't what his fucking problem is, dude. In the NBA than, than Durant. Dude, I agree. Dude, like, why did, I don't maybe, understand why Durant doesn't paid, get... You were getting paid to fucking get up on that stand and answer, like, the, it's like the questions weren't even that, like, over the Egregious. Time. No. And he yeah, had talked talk to the yourself. media. You signed these one-year deals. Like, yeah. obviously, people yeah. want to know, like, the, the landscape of the NBA is in your hands and your decision-making. So, yeah, I think it's totally fair that the media And the fact that questions. the Knicks clear the Knicks clear cap space and you fucking go out of your way to avoid contractually obligated press conferences is, like, obviously a huge red flag that, like, <laughs> hey, KD, something is up with KD, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and then you get fucking trigger. pissed off. Dude, that guy is just so sensitive. Kyrie's it's insane. Kind of the same boat. Not, not nearly as bad as Durant, but he's he's also been kind of very I agree. sassy with the media lately. And it's like, dude, you do this to yourself. Like one of the, dude, and at least LeBron was able the, to handle that. Like LeBron also Dude, I don't understand why people hated LeBron so fucking much. Why did KD, I feel like, gets, like, very little hate, and he's just such a fucking dick to everybody. Yeah, he builds up, like, this, like, fake, per, like, this Dude, fake I feel like KD gets, gets some hate. What do you... I don't know, man. I feel like everyone hates KD. No, I feel like... I don't think... Like, he, he I, feel like a, I think LeBron he got... get nearly as much shit as LeBron did. No, yeah. definitely not. And that's no what I'm saying. one gets as much shit as that Heat team. At least LeBron was able to, like... I, I feel like LeBron did have his moments, but he definitely handled that pretty damn well. Oh, light years Dude, better. He, yeah. Oh, yeah. Katie, Katie's just a weirdo, man. He's so sensitive. Katie's like, a weird guy. Dude, like him bitching about at the media, it's like, dude, just suck it up. Like, you literally get paid fucking millions of dollars, and, like, that just comes with the territory. Like, if you don't like it, then don't fucking play in the NBA. Go play in a fucking adult league, right, you know? the media's not, like, calling him out. Like, the media's asking pretty normal questions. I think they're totally in their right No, was it? Yeah. No, yeah. Like, hey, what are your yeah. thoughts on this? I mean, <laughs> it's a pretty big yeah. fucking decision. It's a huge story. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, why can't we just talk about basketball? Yeah, why can't we focus on basketball? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, no, that's not how this fucking works. Go play in a fucking yeah. street league. <laughs> yeah, you, like, Durant just fucking retires after this season. Becomes a like, New that's York, part- like, pickup legend. <laughs> just plays at Rucker. <laughs> yeah, part of the job description is just... Like, people are going to ask you about that, and there's going to be a huge media storm when you're a top three player in the league. And you'll be, you'll and, be paid accordingly. Yeah. Like, it creates even more of a shitstorm when he goes on these fucking rants when he could just, like, answer the question pre- or be, like, very vague or, you know, just get up there and answer the question. 
Yeah, you mm-hmm. you answer. You come that very first day after the Knicks make this trade, and you say, "I'm solely focused on the Warriors and winning a title this year. I haven't thought about anything for free agency. So, like, ask me in July." And like, it goes away. Like, he's so bad at handling it to accomplish what he wants. <laughs> I totally agree. Like, it's not that hard to fucking do that. Like, unless he's like trying to like. Do some Machiavellian bullshit where he like make raises his profile by doing stuff like this. I don't. I don't think it's a and it's. A, I don't think it's that like way that. either. I, I agree. I think he's just like kind of a bitch. Yeah, he is a bitch. <laughs> Fuck him. Now I'm triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Sloth being triggered by proximity <laughs> or not proximity. <laughs> By uh, proxy. Yes. Last uh, last trade. I think we should maybe just touch on quickly the uh, the death of Markel Fultz in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Dude, some uh, all right. I'm pour surpri- some out. I'm pour some out. Very I'm very the sad. Got a first round pick out of that. A team was going to take. I'm not a swing surprised. For sure. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Someone would want to take a swing on a 20 year old with that much talent. Would, honestly, I mean, it's like a top 20 protected first round pick. So it's like. It, what the, when the fuck is a top 20 going to convey for the magic? It's a it's the Thunder's pick. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say, when the fuck are the Magic not gonna be in the top twenty? <laughs> and then if it doesn't go this year, then it's uh, two second rounders. Uh, okay, so it's not okay. like they get really got like it's a it is a first rounder, but it's probably you know, twenty one and later. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's a good move for the Magic. I, oh, like, for sure. Yeah, might as guys, well. Guys, super talented. It's worth a swing. Like maybe we'll figure it out. I don't, dude. This is one of the most bizarre stories of all time. Honestly, I can't think of a weirder story than like a number one draft. Not even like, like he was a consensus number one. Oh, for sure. There was and, there and any, just, was there any argument that he was the guy to take? I don't think it was. It was him, Ball, and Tatum, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Like there was. I feel like there was no debate when he, then they made that pick and they traded up for him. People forget. Right. I think. Mm-hmm. They traded uh, the for, Kings pick. Oh, man. Yeah. Magic bad Tatum. Oh, yeah. my God. oh my God! I can't God. even process you had that. Tatum onto that team. Holy shit! But uh, or even Lonzo, like, oh, that'd be a huge I, increase I, over a guy who doesn't do anything. Yeah, for sure. Lonzo and Simmons together would be a very bizarre combo. I think mm, Lonzo can play <clears throat> off ball though. Mm. Lonzo can fit with basically anybody. I think that's what makes him so valuable. I agree with that statement, but I think him and Simmons, they they impact the game in a similar way. Mm. Yeah, but Lonzo can really shoot. Yeah, Lonzo can, like, if he's just, like, posting up behind the three-point line, it's not like Lonzo needs the ball in his hands like Simmons does to, like, be effective. Yeah. All right, we, got, we have a random topic, Lonzo, on, <laughs> on the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> How would Lonzo Ball fit next to Ben Simmons? That's like the third time today that's happening. It's a very, very hypothetical thing that would never happen. Hey, dude, uh, Magic did say that Ben Simmons reached out to him uh, to meet in the offseason. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I would fucking love to trade big guard secrets. secrets. (laughs) Dude, I think you guys, I think I like Simmons a lot. I think
That's some high profile shit right that there. That is, dude. Oh my god. Can you imagine like there's a third Jenner sister and Tra- it's Travis Scott, you and Ben Simmons are just piping the three Jenner sisters? And Kanye and Scott Disick. <laughs> oh man, Scott what a Disick fucking power talk about a power five. Dude. Disick is the goat. <laughs> <laughs> I think Disick is I sick mean, as fuck. Disick guy. <laughs> yeah, like Disick also. He's just living a good life, you know, just partying all the is time, a, DJing. Is he, is he somebody's son? What is his deal? He has, he has like to a, just be like a trust fund guy. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, well, well, Poor Sheets is a big Disick pod. It's established. <laughs> all right, I think that probably wrap, that wraps it up for uh, NBA talk. About 90 oh. minutes in. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's a long time. We I, I think we're going for the record today, fellas. <laughs> Strap in. Uh, uh, fuck, Damn, dude. I, we, I just the NBA talk with. I them. just got an an error or that thing saying detected an error that could affect a recording. Too Please much, too much reload porn. this page. Not great. I can't. I can't reload it. Otherwise, uh, we stop recording. So we'll just, just let it ride. Yeah, yeah. We'll just send, <laughs> just send it. Oh God, this is great content. This is. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Castle, right. work it out. Apologies for my right. technical issues earlier. It's good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> Leave it to the nerds at Cast to figure it out for us. Uh, all right. So should we move on to sheet three? Turn the page. All right. So our last one is Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, still unsigned in spring training, starts in this week? Spring training starts on Monday for some teams. I think Dodgers, I saw a report in three days, pitching and catchers. Yeah, and two of the biggest names are still without a team. There's some buzz for Harper. To the Giants. Like the, the Padres, the Giants. Yeah, the Giants this week. You know the Padres this week, or I guess last week. Um, the Phillies have some noise. Machado doesn't really have any noise at all that I'm aware of. I've heard White Sox is the main one. They've hired a bunch of people he's friends with, apparently. Okay. trains with, but <clears throat> I think part of uh, – so Breaking down the reasons why, I think part of it is it's a game of chicken. Like neither of them wants to set the market, so you have Boris and then Hoover represents the other guy. Um, I don't know the other agent's name, but basically they don't want to blink and set the markets. One, and then B. I think it's weird that the Dodgers and Yankees aren't really in the mix. It seems like the like I think a generation ago, the Dodgers would just sign Harper and. Yankees would just sign Machado. Figure it out later. It'd be yeah. over. Why are the Yankees and kind of like economics? Harper? I don't really know why. I don't know why either, but I think the, there's just a... Yeah, there's just bizarre. A, I think the pendulum has swung so far the other direction that teams are super scared of the big 300 million 10-year contracts. Yeah, look how it worked, after worked seeing, out for the Angels and Pools. Yeah, you see Pools. Yeah, Pools is way Fielder. older than... That's, that's than, what's uh, stupid about it. What Harper Those guys Machado being, are. Pujols would be like 42 at the end of a 10-year. Harper's going to be like 32. <laughs> like, it's, it's a totally different – it makes no sense to me. And honestly, I'm, I've like, kind of touched on this last last pod. I, I'm really fucking pissed at the Dodgers for making the Pollock move instead yeah, of going for Harper. fucking nerds. Yeah, that's, that's not smart. I play baseball with a bat and a ball, not a calculator, nerds. <laughs> See, this, the He's I fucking right. He's not wrong. Apparently the Giants are offering a short-term deal to Harper. 
Really? Dude, I will, oh my, I will tear my fucking hair out if he signs in San Francisco, dude. Yeah, I'd be pissed. I don't know. That, I think the Giants are my most hated franchise in sports. I wonder if Harper would hmm. do that. Though. More than the Celtics? Yeah, I think I hate the Giants more, dude. Just because, like, I don't know. The, I know more Giants fans, obviously. That's just, true. And I just fucking hate them. Whereas I don't really know that many Celtics fans. The Warriors fans I fucking hate. But I don't, I don't consider them as much as a, as a historical rival. So the really, that's what, true. I think that I see the Giants as a combination of everything I hate about the Warriors and the Celtics. Okay, yeah. Because I fucking hate the Bay Area sports teams. Agreed. And I and the, my team my my diehard team is like like classic rival. So yeah. Thus, I will just be beyond devastated to see Harper a player I really fucking like sign and sign there. Yeah, that would suck. Would Would Harper do a short term deal? I feel like that just doesn't make much sense for him, honestly. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, <laughs> do a short term. Who's gonna like if they're not gonna yeah. sign him to a ten year deal this year? What another year? Where what changes? Maybe he has a. I feel like he didn't have that great of a year last year either. He didn't have that great of a year. That but so what if it happens? He's again? still he's still a transcendent. God damn it, dude! He's so good. He'd be so perfect for the Dodgers. Yeah, he hits a fuck ton of home runs. Instead, we have fucking AJ Pollock's fucking injury real bitch ass. <laughs> God, dude. Honestly, fuck the Dodgers' ownership, dude. We're fucking being cheap as shit. We saved money for a few years to go in on dude, a major play like this. Dude, they still have the biggest payroll in the league, other than the Red Sox, I think. Yeah, but we've, we've cut our we've our con- our fucking salary is now seventy five percent of what it was at its max. Yeah, like but been... that's also because the fucking prior ownership was spending like drunken sailors, which is what you we're want fucking, them to we're do. We're fucking again. owned by the Guggenheims. Like it's a fuck. We have fucking money to last till the year three thousand. We have the fucking money to do this. We have, we got we signed an eight billion dollar fucking TV deal that prevents seventy five percent of the Dodgers fans that's from watching. True. I like, agree. I don't give I'm, a shit I... about saving money for the fucking Guggenheim partners. If I can't... I'm on your side, I'm just playing devil's advocate. All right. Yes, I understand our, our our fucking salary is still, like, high, relatively speaking, compared to the fucking Marlins or the, the fucking Brewers or some shit. The Brewers are spending, goddammit. They signed Grandal and we did it. <laughs> the Brewers is a bad example. The fucking Pirates, I guess. Some, I don't know. Some the bitch Rays. Ass, the Rays. Some bitch-ass small market team. Sure, we, we spend more than them. But I don't give a shit about – it's a fucking hedge fund, basically. I don't give a shit about saving the hedge fund money. So it's just fucking ridiculous to me. All right, that's that's a good rant, Connor. I like that. Right there. I'm honestly pretty triggered about this. If you can't tell, I can tell. (laughs) But I guess maybe predictions where these where these two fools end up. Honestly, I have no fucking clue. I think Phillies are going to get one of them. Maybe I think Phillies will get one of them. Also, Harper, and I think they should. I don't. I don't like the Phillies. They're probably my third most hated team in baseball after Dude, the, the fucking Cardinals. Last year, though, they had a pretty decent hmm. bounce back year. I would say I hate the Giants one for sure, for sure. Cardinals, then two. the Cardinals, and then the Red Sox, and then the Phillies. The Phillies have just been so trash for for a while that like I don't really have strong feelings towards them. I, I fucking hated those like mid late aughts Phillies teams a lot though. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah big they, got them they kept playing the Dodgers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, with like Cliff Lee and oh, my Cole God. Hamels and shit. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, I, I, I probably Shane Victorino, than... that Hawaiian bitch. <coughs> Shane Victorino is a the major Hawaiian, fucking Hawaiian, bitch. Hawaiian, fuck the flying Hawaiian, dude. 
Yeah, okay. That, that is probably my Philly hate back. They're definitely number three. <laughs> yeah, that's my top three. I don't, I don't hate the Sox as much as the Phillies, just because they're in the AL and I don't really give a shit about them. Like, I just I feel the Boston LA rivalry very strongly right now, so maybe that's why I'm feeling it. Yeah. Uh, so I guess Phillies get one, and then God, that'd be so fucking lame, dude. The White Sox get Machado, and the Phillies get Harper. I kind of feel that's if I was gambling, that's probably what I'd bet on. Yeah, same. They just went on. on they, apparently, people are saying they overpaid for JT Realmuto, the uh, Marlins catcher, probably best catcher in baseball last season. I've never even heard of that guy. Best, I think it's probably one of the top one or two or three catchers. But yeah, better than it. Joe Mauer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny concept. You're just like knowledge of a sport is just rooted in a very particular era. That's like. Pass by, and you kind of stop being a fan of that sport. So, like, you just still think those are still the relevant players because your timeline just never updated. Oh, man. Yeah, you're just like, oh, man, I hear, hear Dodgers might sign Hideki Matsu. <laughs> That's what? a big move. <laughs> like, 10 years ago. No, no, I just saw the news the other day. Oh, man. So yeah, All right, know, should, we, about should that. we move on? Yeah, let's do let's uh, do a couple quick hits, shall we? All right, uh, you want to take this one, Connor? Um, All right, I, I'll take it. I don't, I don't know the I don't know the inside. I don't know the, uh, the deep insides All right. of this one. All right, so quick hits. Our our main man, Jeff Bezos, would not be a four sheets to win podcast <laughs> if we didn't bring him up once. Uh, he was in the news for the National Enquirer was basically blackmailing him by, to have the Washington Post stop running like investigative journalism on the National Enquirer, like being linked to like some Saudi prince or some shit like that. Oh shit, and, I didn't. <laughs> and Bezos owns the Washington Post. So they were basically blackmailing Bezos, saying, like, we have all these nudes of you. Like, <laughs> like call your dogs off or we're gonna publish these nudes. And Bezos is like, go, go suck a dick. Like, basically, like, fuck off. You think Bezos has a robot dick? <laughs> I mean, apparently his texts were leaked to that Lorena – is it Lorena Sanchez? I don't know. Something, something like that. Honestly, not that hot. Like, not Jeff that hot, Bezos dude. Could definitely not that be doing hot, better. Bezos. What are you doing with that? I don't get it. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Who's that AI girl that's like a Saudi uh, citizen? Oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> he should marry uh, her, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the fucking most perfect thing. So, honestly, I guess he sucked it. Can you – how – like, on a scale Sophia. of 1 to 10. Sophia? What? On a scale of one to ten, how surprised would you be if it came out that Bezos—not Bezos—that Zuckerberg's wife, Priscilla, whatever, McChan, was a fucking AI? Wait, what? I'd probably like a ten. <laughs> I can fucking see uh, it. Dude. I'd be pretty damn surprised if his <laughs> girlfriend was a fucking robot. I can see it. Though. <laughs> He's very private. Zuckerberg's a weirdo, dude. Dude, Zuckerberg's a... He's pretty fucked up, dude, honestly. I do not trust that guy. Oh, 
Definitely snake. With that said, uh, Sloth and I both have Facebook shares that recently just became above water, which is nice, yes. but I, I do And not. you love Facebook. <laughs> you love their product more than anybody I know. It is, it is my sole source of news. I think it's, it's honestly pretty funny that I use Facebook, like, I'm probably in the pretty minority that use it, like, the way that, like, the fucking nerds who built it intended it to be used. Like, this is how people will get their news, Kelly. I think you don't really use it how they intended it to be used. I think they, don't they want people, like, posting on each other's wall and shit? No, I think it was originally supposed to be, like, a news thing, isn't it? I, I think, think it was a original. We want to connect the world. No, I don't think it was a news thing to start. Uh, yeah, it was, was it about connecting yeah. the world, like college people to connect and shit. Yeah, hmm. I, uh, like how we used it in high school, I feel like, is how they mostly how intended. originally intended. 100%. And then they like just tried to like expand their reach. Hmm. I suppose so. All right. Well, regardless, that's that's uh, that's four sheets on Facebook. <laughs> Do we have a Wait, Facebook buy, page? buy, sell, or hold? No, we don't have a Facebook page. We should make, make one. one. <laughs> yeah. We've got our on... Facebook guy on it. On Facebook stock. On FB. Buy, sell, or hold on Facebook stock? Or just the platform yeah. in general? Um, stock. Buy, buy, I'm, long right, I'm long right now, but short term. I wanted to... Uh, ideally, what I'd like to do is turn a profit on it and then sell before the next market downturn. That's what kind of my my play right now. You I'm need to put like one of those disclosures at the bottom. Connor Thomas is a shareholder of Facebook, <laughs> like Barons. <Yeah. laughs> That's good. We'll do that. <laughs> Alex too. Connor yeah, Alex, Alex owns sh- own shares of Facebook. Parentheses FB. <laughs> uh, all right. So, any thoughts on the Jeff Bezos thing? Um, honestly, kind of dope, I thought, to, like, I think his statement was pretty cool. He was saying, like, honestly, if I can get extorted, like, if, and I don't stand up, like, who the fuck on earth could be, who could stand up to extortion? So I'm, that's yeah, why I need dude, to do it. I, I respect I that. I agree. I respect it also. And honestly, We're Bezos guys. Dude, Bezos, dude, big Bezos, Bezos guy. Bezos is definitely I the man. I'm a big fan of Bezos. Dude, I'm trying to get in. I would love to get an Amazon stock, honestly. I'm not in I'm it. In. I'm in. I, yeah, Sloth, I res- I'm, I'm very envious. I'm trying to, I'm waiting for 1500 but... God fucking damn it. I said I was going to get it in a thousand. It hit 950. I just, I just fucking didn't do it. Oh, man. And it haunts me. Shit, I got it in at like 1800. Not great. All right. So, any anything else we want to talk about? Jeff Bezos, our boy, probably should move on. Um, uh, do we still. <laughs> wait, it sounds like you have thoughts. I was just going to say, this might, this might be too much to unpack because they're already pretty long. I was going to say, do you guys want. How would you rank the Fang stocks? The four, the five fang stocks. We're fucking, we're an hour 38 in. I'm just going <laughs> to launch that out there. Yeah, we could do a whole podcast on just that. Unfurl the loaf at 138 let's just, in. Let's just dip our toes in this very meaty topic. <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. We'll, we'll table it. We'll table it. All right. Speaking of corporate shit, uh, Connor wanted to rank the NBA jersey sponsors really badly on this episode. Uh, we were kind of just randomly talking about it in our pre-production stage, and uh, so I think, I think we just... all agreed that the Goodyear is probably the best one. 
I put I put General Electric one. I no. think it's the perfect marriage of a classic company and a classic franchise. But yeah, the logo is not as cool as Goodyear's yeah, though. Goodyear's I, I, think, logo. I disagree. I think General Electric has an amazing corporate logo. So mm. I like the winged foot. The though. winged foot's great. No, but, it goes yeah, with basketball. Great. Yeah, Dude, Goodyear no, used to have I, the, the. I think they used to have a pro team back in the day. What? <laughs> what do you mean a pro? Like the Goodyear. They were like the Goodyear team. The Goodyear blimps. <laughs> Where are they headquartered? Cincinnati or uh, Akron? Akron. Tire Akron, yeah. The, the tire capital of America. Now, for me, what, what I really appreciate is when, for, as far as sponsors go, is when like there's a very natural marriage between the city, like it's headquartered, and the, the team being in the same state. That's why I think Boston really works, the GE being based in Boston. Mm-hmm. Goodyear really works for Cleveland. And then my, I'd probably say Disney in Orlando is probably the third. That just makes a lot of sense. The Magic Castle, all that bullshit. Yeah. Is Fitbit, is that a Minnesota company? Uh, I'll tell you. Fitbit is headquartered in San Francisco. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Fitbit logo. What about Flagstar Bank? <laughs> they got good Detroit synergy. <laughs> Yeah, Flagstar Bank's a fucking small potatoes, though. You gotta be... I'm a, you think you gotta go big on these kind of things. Like a small... Ta- a fucking small... Like Wish being... Wish is hands down the worst one for the Lakers. StubHub's alright. StubHub's alright Man, I don't Philly. like the StubHub that... What about Squarespace? That one's not bad. Who are they? The Knicks. Yeah. A funny it's like a, web- it's like a website builder. I hate the Harley Davidson (laughs) one. It's very on brand for Milwaukee. What about Bumble for the Clippers? Honestly, it's not bad. No clue. Yeah. Hmm. I don't hate that one. Ooh, Lakers and Tesla would be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. No, I'd be down with the Lakers Um, and Tesla. I think that's kind of cool. I have a a love-hate relationship with Tesla. I feel like there's a lot of, like, losers out there that are like, oh, fucking Tesla, like, changing the game, Elon Musk. And, like, don't actually know shit about anything, you know? I don't don't like the stock, personally. Man, that's lame. I'd rather just be Apple. Beats is kind of being, I feel like it's, like, not taking off like Apple expected. it's, like, a cool logo, though. Like, it'd be easy to put on a jersey. Yeah. I feel like they've got like a cool brand also. Like they've got like all those LeBron commercials that are sick as fuck. Yeah, the commercials are good. Uh let's see. Anybody else? Ultimate software, it's an HR software for the heat. It's not that cool. They should they should be like live the club. <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> uh Squarespace is alright. Uh this is one of the lamer ones. The Hawks in something called Share Care. Never heard of that. <laughs> I don't like the one either. <laughs> Rakuten or whatever. I think it's like Japanese eBay, right? It's like a Japanese well, e-commerce or bidding. Isn't Wish site. like a? Isn't Wish like American Alibaba? Yeah. yeah. Wait, Wish is American? I thought it was like Chinese. Well, I think it is Chinese, but it's like their America version of Alibaba. I think. Yeah, yeah Wish is just a god awful. It's a, something I, I called Context Logic. Wish. Doing business as Wish. Similar to eBay. God, that is so fucking lame, dude. Uh, this is a funny one. The uh, Charlotte Hornets have lending tree. <laughs> Just a fucking... Uh, Alright, can we move on from this topic, yeah. honestly? Alright, last, last, couple last ones. 
the Pelicans are the Zatarains. That's kind of funny. It's like Cajun food. What is that? It's like, like rice mix, but it's always it's like red beans and rice. Uh, oh, the, like the microwave one? Gumbo. No, I think you're making it in a pot. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> the cool. Nuggets are Western Union. That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm dying over here. Alright, let's move on. And my last one, last one. The Jazz are five for the fight charity. The fucking Mormons being a charity is pretty funny. Alright, I'm done. (laughs) Okay, so next topic. The AAF kicked off their league last night. It drew pretty solid ratings. They have games going on right now also. Did any of you guys watch the game last night? Drunkenly watched part of the... Actually, maybe it was the Orlando game. Seemed pretty cool. I guess Trent Richardson's in the league. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I saw he was. He had like 20 carries for 2.6 yards or something classic. <laughs> How is he still so bad? Still trash. What is wrong with him, dude? Right, look, maybe a little bit of context. So this is a new spring league started up by Charlie Ebersol, who is the son of Dick Ebersol, the man who invented – NBC executive who uh, co-founded the XFL. So he's following his father's footsteps. But there's eight teams, um, mostly in markets that don't have an NFL team. So the Memphis Express, Orlando, Apollos. Got a team in Birmingham. Yeah, Birmingham's kind of random. I guess they've had USL, USFL and XFL history. Hmm. San Diego has a team. San Antonio. Phoenix. Atlanta. Salt Lake City. And Birmingham. So... Pretty much all cities that don't have NFL franchises other than Atlanta and Phoenix. Yeah, it's really random cities that Phoenix has one. Yeah, I don't understand. If you're going to like either do all non-NFL cities yeah. or do fucking a bigger city that can support They must have it. just had a guy, a guy who wanted in on the league and really wanted it to be in Phoenix for some reason. Yeah, he's based in Phoenix or whatever. Yeah. Same thing. Like Atlanta is equally bizarre. Mm-hmm. I mean, as guys who have interviewed Jeff Perlman, the USFL king, I feel like we are as good of authority on this as anyone else. Do we think this is going to work? Hmm. I can see it. It, I seems a I... little, it seems a little better organized than previous attempts. Like it's not, I, just, I think just the fact having a CBS contract, I feel like a lot of the ones in the past, like, isn't there one with like four teams in it that, I don't fucking know the name of it, but one of those random spring leagues. Oh, there's like never wasn't, in, wasn't one of them out in Texas and Diamonds L played in it. No, that was no, that was in what a was league. That? I think that was that was just like a pro day or some bullshit, wasn't it? No, it was. They were playing legitimate games. Hmm. Oh, the UFL. Because that's, that's what I was trying to think of. The United Football League was from '09 to '12. It only had four teams. They're playing. The, they're paying the players decently. They all signed three or two hundred fifty k contracts. It's like not terrible for a startup. Two hundred fifty k each year. No, or? no, it's it's like eighty something a year. Yeah, that's not bad for a startup league. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. Hmm. We'll see. I don't think I mean, it's going to work. I think it's going to be a good league for quarterbacks who don't. It's. I th- I think what they're trying to do is they're going to try and spring board this into like an official development league. Yeah, I agree. Then, I feel like I that's, think that's Bill Poyan's goal. Is Bill Polian like the commissioner yeah, or something? He, uh, he's like the number two guy behind Ebersole. Shit, huh. I respect the hell out of Polian. Yeah, and I, like he communicates with the NFL about like uh, like suggestions for the league and stuff like that. So there's open communication. Interesting. 
between the league. Dude, if you get quarterbacks getting, like, good repetitions in this league, like, eventually expand Mm -hmm. the team so there's, like, I don't know, there's eight right now, bring it out to 12, and actually, like, have quarterbacks play in that league, I think that could be very, very valuable. Yeah, but, like, will will fans care about it? That's ultimately what what matters. Honestly, I'm more interested in watching... I, 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 I'm not really. How much of it is dude. just it's like the shiny new toy that you're interested in, and then like won't give a fuck. I mean, I mean if, there's like if it's a fun. There's a reason watch. why people don't care about like the WNBA. Yeah, but look, it's I mean, not because they dislike basketball. It's because they they're just not as entertaining as the best people. And like if these guys aren't that good, then how much are people really going to care? See, I think they're going to try and give you, like like look at that clip we were discussing before we got on the pod where. It was a huge hit. wasn't penalized. I think they're going to try and bring some of that edginess, like that the XFL is obviously going to try and do, but have actual gameplay and like. It be- so when does the XFL start? Twenty twenty. Insane that there's going to be two, two spring, spring leagues. I see. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd way rather have the X. I'd rather be on the XFL. It seems more fun. Yeah, I agree. But is the XFL? Wait, a question. Is the XFL like? Are they leaning into like being like this just fucked up bros and like no. just whoring out women? Or are they leaning away from that? Leaning away, very heavily away from that. Oh, really? really? Uh, I feel like that's I the wrong they, decision. Yeah, to get like just, the maga types. Oh, I would total. Damn it, that's that's yeah, shit, dude. Yeah, I would I totally lean into that. I don't think that right. XFL will play a, a single game. Really? Uh, Why? I wouldn't be shocked, but dude, who, I, wait, who's I, is it? McMahon? Who's leading this iteration of it? No, it's. I, I'm pretty sure it's uh, I think it's McMahon. I think it's like Andrew Luck's dad. What's his name? <laughs> Andrew Luck's dad. Oliver Luck. Oliver Luck. Oliver Luck is behind this. Yeah, he is. He is the commissioner. What I the hell? He's the commissioner and CEO of the XFL. <laughs> what the fuck? And the XFL That's just so... signed Bob Stoops. Wait, what the fuck? Charlie Ebersole is in on the XFL too. <laughs> What the, this guy is running two. Wait, no, um, I misread that. I misread that. <laughs> okay, he yeah, he's doing, he's doing the AAF. Can you imagine you have two competing spring leagues and you're running both of them? What a stupid life, dude. That's kind of crazy. They got Bob Stoops to agree to a contract. That is crazy. Wait, Bob Stoops he's is probably is he XFL or is he UFL? XFL or not? He's XFL. Yeah. Okay, there's a pretty crazy the list of people in the whatchamacallit, in the AAF is not bad, like the no, coaches. Not at all. No, not at all. Steve Spurrier. Mike Vick was a, the OC for Atlanta for a Singletary. while. Singletary. Singletary. Um, who else? Rick Neuheisel. Mike Martz. Oh, wow. I mean, not those guys aren't like fucking retards. No. Those are pretty big names. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> God damn it, dude. <laughs> God, you can't say the R word anymore? Jesus Christ. Spread the word and the word, man. Uh, That's terrible, Connor. Uh, Go I'm sorry. Out. Go and tie that. These guys aren't fucking retards. God. You know the word stupid used to be retarded all of a sudden. Now we can say it. Uh, same with idiot. Yeah. A moron. Honestly, God, these goddamn fucking social lib cocks taking away my words, taking away Connor's the XFL. Triggered. Connor's triggered by that. The, the social the justice XFL. warriors of the world. Uh, dude, goddamn, if, if XFL, I think would have a chance in MAGA country if they just fucking leaned in, just had fucking strippers and like 
fucking unmitigated <laughs> violence. You know, Trump could you imagine if they had XFL. strippers at the games? They should. They should fucking just lean all the way in. You're not gonna make it as just some fucking pussyfoot spring league. Charlie. Dude, I agree. If you just made it like a huge party at all these games, like yeah, yeah they'd be LA down team, to check I would it be out. Fucking down to go to an XFL game. Oh, for sure. Like that'd be fucking fun, dude. You're just fucking yeah, you raging just... face. They make the games on Saturday, so, like, you don't have work the next day. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Spring League on Saturday. Fucking strip just club po- in, the, in the place. Fucking, and just really, and tailgating. You know, NFL's apparently is kind of, like, trying to get people away from tailgating, it sounds like. You can't, you can only be there three hours before, etc. Oh, wow. Like, just make it a fucking rager, dude. Fucking cheap-ass beer. Strip clubs, and, like, for the VIP. Dude, I'm telling you, that would be a strip club Connor, in the stadium. The, you should be the <laughs> Connor, you should be an architect for stadiums, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm create a new league, the Triple X FL. <laughs> just really the fucking lean. Just really fucking lean into that shit, dude. <laughs> Having only like like six cities: L.A., Miami, Atlanta, H Town, Dallas, Phoenix. Yeah, New Orleans, so. maybe. New Orleans would be a good one. Uh, New York City would probably have to have a team. There's your, yeah, you're probably going close to eight right there. That's what I would do if I was the XFL. All right, the XXFL. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start that league. <laughs> oh, man, just fucking bros just sending it. Bezos Honestly, not, not, <laughs> not our worst idea. Yeah, ever. dude. Like, have, have a partnership with, like, Uber to promote, like, safe, like, obviously you don't want people getting, like, wasted and driving home. So, like, make Uber, like, the primary sponsor of the league? That would be sick, dude. God. Could you imagine how... Could you imagine how triggered all the SJWs <laughs> on Twitter would be by this oh league? Oh my god, dude, they would just be fucking endorsing sh- MAGA country. shitting bricks. Dude, honestly, dude. we could probably get Trump to buy a fucking team if he, like, really one. executed this. Yeah, exactly. After his presidency's up? No, during. Uh, I don't think you can own it. <laughs> <laughs> Trump is not going to own a triple XFL team as president. Owning you think tri- Trump gives a fuck, dude? Owning a tri- triple XFL team to own the libs. <laughs> dude, that'd be so fuck. We'd have Kushner buy a team. That, that's better. No, I'd Just, be- an Just an extension. Trump's better branding. Hmm. Kushner no. also seems like kind of a pussy. Fine, fine, fine. Mag- fine, we'll, <laughs> fine, we'll compromise. We'll get Donald Trump Jr. to do it. <laughs> yeah, Donald Trump Jr. seems like he'd be into like some lowbrow shit like this. Is, is he, wait, is it him or Eric who's really into like hunting and shit? It's Junior. Okay, yeah, I think Junior would be a great owner. All right, we'll get Jeff Bezos and Donald Trump Jr. as our first two owners. Maybe the old Uber head, Kalanick? Travis Kalanick. Kalanick kind of seems like he sends it. <laughs> you get behind that. Mark uh, Cuban. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, uh, Cuban would be a good owner. All right, so we got Cuban, DTJ, uh, Bezos, Bezos, Kalanick. Well, obviously, we'll own a team. <laughs> Maybe like Joe Rogan. Does Rogan have the capital? <laughs> Probably. He's got a big time podcast. Yeah. Most mm. popular podcast in the world. Is it? Oh shit! I didn't know that. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, I think I, it is. Yeah. I'd love Rogan owning one of the teams. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, we get a lot of promo, you know? Maybe yeah, he doesn't bring, good. like, the the cash capital, but he brings recognition. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, I'm trying to think of anyone else that would be ideal for our profile. 
Hmm. I don't want any of the nerds at like Google or Facebook, really. Maybe uh, like Jay Z. Hmm. Yeah, that could be all right. How about LeBron? Uh, oh, well, that's, that's, that's a money one. <laughs> that's good. I feel like LeBron is kind of like would not really want his brand to be associated <laughs> with that. You know, <laughs> I think I think we have the same problem with Jay Z, dude. You kind of like I think they're trying to like like this. We need like just shithead like maybe like future. <laughs> future <laughs> only the Atlanta team would be fucking perfect. Oh man, that's fucking money right there. We get right. like Future and Migos and like Gucci Mane to like all squat, all just Atlanta rappers. Yeah. They like squat up and like buy a team. We'll, we'll blow it up and then Sat Twenty One Savage can own the London franchise. <laughs> oh man, that's good. That's good stuff. Future. <laughs> Can you show the owner's box? Just fucking leaning hard as hell. Can you imagine how lit those games would be if fucking Future owned the team? (laughs) Fucking 50 naked bitches, no no exaggeration, dude. The fucking VIP is just literally, it's like fucking show park. It's it's just fucking, oh my god, dude. Bitches just walk around naked in high heels. They have like a, like a little, uh. Magic City, like, franchise (laughs) in the stadium. That's what I'm talking about, dude. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) That is fucking gold. Well, put a a fucking earmark in this one. We're we're revisiting this idea. (laughs) Yeah, it's a great idea. Dude, we're at two hours right now. (laughs) Oh, God. All right. Do you want to wrap wrap a couple of quick cucks and then uh, get on the road? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Aaron, why don't you kick us off here with uh, we'll start with Cam's. <laughs> okay. Cam's cup. Okay, so my my friend uh, Cam, he he's like some girl started like working at his work, and um, I guess like the very first day she like asked like if anyone was single at work or something like that. <laughs> She's Cam, trying to kick Cam is just for what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, and so, where, where's he? Cam, I, never mind. I was gonna yeah, say, where yeah, does he work? Well, it's probably not out him like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so, uh, someone was like, "Oh yeah, Cam just broke up with his girlfriend or something." And so then, <laughs> and so Cam's been like hanging out with this girl, and he found he realized that her ex boyfriend has looked at looked at his profile on LinkedIn like every day for like the last two weeks or something like that. <laughs> Jesus. The fucking the fucking thought of a guy just fucking stewing and choosing to look at someone's LinkedIn is just hilarious to me. That's great yeah, missing at this guy. That's a weird ass guy- feature though. Well, I mean, they fucking makes, it makes sense. No, they invented it for logical reasons. Yeah. Fucking yeah, LinkedIn was not made to fucking stalk your ex's new boyfriend. It was made for fucking like business networking or whatever. Yeah. It's a logical feature, but and it's also a feature you can turn off. So you fucking creepy oh, cuck. If you just want to fucking you grimace at Cam, <laughs> why don't you just turn off the feature, you fucking idiot? Not only is this guy a cuck, he's also a fucking dumbass. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Tell this kid to fucking cuck. fight the four sheets, guys, if he ever fucking sees us. <laughs> fucking nerd. Yeah, cross the street, you ever see the four sheets guy. <laughs> We're like, fuck four sheets branded gear. <laughs> 
guys were, were all in like jumpsuits, like four suits, jumpsuit, track suits with like chains and sunglasses. Oh my god. We should make that a thing. Four sheets jumpsuit. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. It's got like it's it's still a little bit of PMT's thunder though. They didn't invent jumpsuits in January. I don't really want to. I'm just thinking like I'm just like I'm just (laughs) robes. Robes don't look hard though. Like if we're trying to intimidate this pussy, we need to look gangster. I got relatives in Lebanon who uh, have a robe making plug. Big robe. Big robe. Guy. We just got some like silk robes that yeah, we just wear all the fucking. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I don't want to. I don't want a four sheets robe, dude. I want like a yeah, satin. I, I, I want like a satin jacket, robe, like a starter jacket from the seventies or eighties. Okay, yeah. That's nice. That'd be kind of hard. I'd rather have the jumpsuit, honestly, like, like a, a nice Adidas like track a, suit. Like the 1980s, like Miami satin starter jacket, that's all I'm thinking. But it just has four yeah, sheets exactly. across the chest. <laughs> just absurd. We're like smoking cigars and shit all the time in them. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Um, let's see. Next cuck in the, uh, in the order of... Do you Cups. want to do the Lakers, oh, the Lakers uh, sloth? Yeah, yeah, you can have that sloth. Oh my god, the Lakers just getting public, publicly humiliated <laughs> by the Pelicans. Dude, that is a great fucking petty move. Just airing out every single offer, knowing fully you're never going to take it. <laughs> and, dude, and not even like, like calling them back. Today, yeah. dude. Oh my god, this is so great. Dude, fucking yeah, Magic Matt- today saying they negotiated in bad faith. Fucking Magic should... like hit him with the the you up text. Got ghosted. <laughs> the next day, asked him out to dinner. Got ghosted again. The next day, fucking said sent him flowers or, or something. Some yeah, yeah, and they had yeah. the read receipts on. You know they read it. Yeah. Oh yeah. What a terrible feeling. I can't even imagine being like the Lakers young guys trying to go to work with LeBron every day and just being like, this guy wanted me fucking out. Dude, that's gonna be that. That's a toxic ass fucking environment. God damn. 100%. Yeah. yeah not, the, the not, this is one of the free fall so hard. I bet you LeBron shuts it down. <laughs> no way. No, fuck dude. off, dude. No way. Dude, this is like my dream come true. This is oh, go to hell. Great. Dude, they're only three games back from the fucking seventh seed, and the Clippers just traded their best player away, who are in the eighth seed. I saw, oh, dude, I, I saw some like fucking analytics shit, which I usually like, but. Fucking say we have like a twelve percent chance of making the playoffs. I don't fucking I mean, understand that at all, honestly. I think it's basically saying like probably just factoring in like every single like at this point in time teams that are two games out of the eighth seed. Like this is how frequently they make it. Plus it rates like your strength of schedule and shit like that. But LeBron's like a, a breaks algorithms. That's what I'm saying, dude. I don't know. Like, like, the, like the Celtics pretty... or the Cavs had like the same chance to like win the Eastern Conference last year, and it's like obviously that's not an accurate prediction. Yeah, I don't know. I'm usually a fan of analytics and like that kind of stuff, but I think in some scenarios, like that's not yeah. an accurate representation of. I would put mm-hmm. it in pretty. I bet big money we make the playoffs. Honestly. Me too. You're, you're telling right. me more, the fucking algorithm says that probably the Lakers do have a really hard schedule coming down the stretch though, so that sucks. Dude, just, I, mm. I I actually don't see the young guys mailing it in, but dude, that'd be tough. <laughs> 
You're dude, no, I think that, I mean, we're going to you're just so expendable. Dude, that's that's why that Celtics win was so good. I feel like it's just like a really good feeling that people can kind of like, all right, the trade deadline happened, like let's just move on for it. Mm-hmm. Like Rondo hitting a game winner is good. Everyone likes Rondo, Le- LeBron and the young guys. So I feel like it's like a galvanizing factor hopefully. Yeah. Kuzma was fucking balling out today too. Also dropped 22 in the first quarter. Yeah. Kuzma's fun to watch. I like Kuzma a lot. I like Kuzma too. Okay. So Connor, do you want to do your, uh, your cuck of the week? Yeah. So I got, I got, I got a real bone to pick with a, uh, Whole Foods employee in Austin, Texas domain location. All right. So this is Super Bowl Sunday. I'm, uh, trying to go to my buddy's place around 3, 3.30. You know, start, start crushing beers before the Super Bowl, right? In a bit of a hurry to get down there. So I go to uh, go to Whole Foods, grab a couple six-packs. I pull up to the cashier. It's this uh, little old lady, you know, expected wham-bam, get in, get out. And I, she says, she points out, oh, you're missing a beer. There's only five in this uh, six-pack. I'm like, oh, so I didn't notice that when I grabbed it out of the case. Let me go uh, run back and get the sixth beer. And she's like, no, you have to find the missing beer. You can't just go, like, replace it from another one because then that will be missing a, a, a pack. And I'm Why like, didn't you just put that one back and grab another pack? All right, so I'm getting I'm getting to that. So I'm, I, I'm like, all right, like, yeah, I won't do that. So I walk, I walk back, and I, I, put the, I put the pack of five back in the case, grab a new six-pack, right? Is that not what you guys would do in that situation? That's exactly what I would do. I, I get back. She says, did you just put the five-pack back and get a six-pack? I'm like... Yes, what I don't really understand what you wanted me to do. She's like, you need to find the missing beer, and you should have alerted the beer staff. What? And I'm, I'm like, I'm like dumbfounded. I'm like, excuse me, like I'm, I don't work for this company. I don't run inventory for Whole Foods. I'm kind of in a hurry, so can I just check out, please? And then she just keeps giving me attitude, like, oh well, I'm gonna need to seize my ID. I'm like, all right, yeah, here's my ID. Oh, three twenty one ninety four, huh? Like. Yes, that's right. That's my birthday. And she's just fucking giving me flack the whole time. I'm just like, lady, what the fuck did you want me to do? Like, <laughs> hey, hey, you know, I really want to get to my Super Bowl party, but no one's stick around. I'm like, we're going to find that missing beer, you old fucking bitch. <laughs> like, what the fuck was I supposed to do other than get a new six-pack or, or, or grab a fucking sixth beer from another beer and fucking, like, I don't understand what this bitch wanted me to do. So, You're triggered. I, like, I, honestly, triggered. <laughs> I honestly was like dumbfounded. I called my dad. I was like, I, like I don't fucking. I, I just want to be true with some respect. Like the, the fact that she's fucking condescending. Oh, you're 21, huh? Like you fucking bitch. You make like 35k in a checkout. I knew this the, was coming out. Fucking whole foods. To be fair, you do look like you're like 19 years old. Well, fuck her, dude. What the fuck was I supposed to do? God fucking damn it. I've never been so fucking pissed off Man, in my he's life. Been waiting to get this off his chest. I agree. This That's dumb as fuck. Like, what the fuck was I supposed to do? Like, oh, well, um, um I, I, let me go find this missing beer because, um, well, the inventory count is off. <laughs> fucking old cunt. Fucking. Oh, my God. God damn it, dude. All right, let's end the show on that note. Oh, wait, I guess we need to award the cuck of the week. Who do, honestly, the the Lakers and this other dude are like pretty good cucks. Connor mm. might be actually the cuck of the week. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> I got no, I'm not a cuck because I got the fucking spins of Connor really I, hard there. I got the tw- I got the twelve beers, so she's the cuck. Cuck wink. I honey dicked your ass.
No, 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 no. I'll open a cuck if I would have paid for five beers. Aaron, that's a cuck move. Uh, I think the Lakers are the cuck of the week. Uh, that's fair. I think I ah, yeah, I think the Lakers too. This is just an awful look, dude. We literally just got our fucking ass dragged through the streets for like seven days. Just got the ass chapped, ass fucking in chapped. front of the nation, yeah. and then come away. Like, you're fucking trying to go after like Margot Robbie, and then you end up with like the Jell lady from just Whole Foods. Raw dog magic. Oh, <laughs> you end up with some on. fucking old lady, old fucking <laughs> bitch or something. You get Mike. They didn't Muscala. even give a fuck about the hiv. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Are hip jokes chill now? God, you can say fucking hip jokes. You can't say retard. <laughs> I don't oh, want to live in an SJW is... world. Connor, would you say AOC is going to me to your ass in the last century? <laughs> in the next century. Oh my God, dude! Uh... Fuck, fuck AOC, dude! Oh my God! All right, oh, my God. All right we don't need to get into this. <laughs> Fucking horse-looking bitch. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, and that's our show. We'll, we'll, we'll see you next week. I'm getting flagged off the stage. <laughs> <laughs>